Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 13, Episode 5, The Desert Codes, a.k.a. Rehash Bullshit. I wish it was the dessert codes, huh? Hey, I got a code drumstick over here. <laughs> you got to suck it. <laughs> code vanilla, code vanilla. This sex is boring. I'd eat the chocolate out of that end. Just that nice little tip. Code chocolate is when there's a little, a little crust on the analingus. Oh, yes. And we've all been there. Peanuts for sure, my friends. Just a dab of old kernel corn. Dab. Visually yes. dabbed. Of kernel which, corn. Which everyone here on twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens can see me dab and do lots of other bodily functions on yes. the show. Uh, make sure and subscribe to twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens. Give us a Twitch Prime sub every single month. It's free if you have Amazon Prime. You're probing simp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, stand up for us. Give us money. Yeah. Support us in any way we see fit. Stand up for us. Yeah, and all your uh, like all the, your flame, oh, the, all your flame wars and comment threads and Reddit threads where people criticize probing ancient aliens. You can talk about how even though we are gorgeous and beautiful and sexy, that we make every fan feel like we're in love with you and that mm-hmm. we really give you personal attention. And we give you that vibe that, you know, even without the money, that we we might be good together in the future. Yeah, exactly. You know? And we're allowed to have many boyfriends. Exactly. And, and <laughs> yeah. Whatever yes. we want to see fit to make right. our life the most fulfilled it could yeah. be. And that means with that your you, love and support of dollars. That means that you, the fan, actually respect us more. Yeah. Because you're willing to let us, you know, be polyamorous and whatever, exactly. but you just want our love whenever we want to give it to exactly. you. Exactly, so. which is mostly never. But uh, <laughs> uh, he's poor bastard. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Don't even know. Well, we yeah, we don't even know you exist most exactly. of the time. <laughs> Fans of the don't show. Know where they are. <laughs> yeah, you simps, little simpletons. Uh, Bobani has a quick question. What year is the ep on this? 20, 2018. 2018. Season 13 so is go. a 2018 season. There you go, Bo. So again, existing in the same universe as probing ancient aliens for the first time. And we didn't see our impact on the convention scene until a year later. Exactly, yes. Where they started doing impressions of themselves, right. talking about the impressions, leaning into yes. all the other shit. Yes. We went when we were early on. I know. None of that was happening. 2018, so. <laughs> there was none of that going on. 2019, it was all over the place. And I just, I just, it is, it's, if it was a coincidence, it's a weird fucking coincidence. Like I said, there's these odd The show had been on for nine years at that point. No podcast critiquing it in the way that we were. Hey, I'm Kermit the Frog here with the podcast. Yeah, maybe we'll do Green Monday next year. Yeah, yeah, welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Bobani's upset. He said he thought he was the only one for you to remote (laughs) Well, that's what a simp would think, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) And if you're wondering about, Bo Bandy and how we remote viewed him. Joey, yeah. how did we do that? Uh, and how can you get access to that? <laughs> uh, I think it's actually free, but <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that version, now that I think about it. That was actually what I was trying to promote before Bo Bandy Sorry. asked his simple like question. Uh, yeah, if you head over to patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens uh, for $5 a month or more, and yeah, there's some free content or dollar content on there too, uh, you get two full exclusive podcasts every single month. One of them is Adventurous Ghosts, which is a podcast that's just like this show, but for Travel Channel's ghost adventures, getting into the paranormal, uh, as it, 
that aspect of the world of weird. And then we have Probing Deeper, where we probe a few knuckles deeper into related subjects and people to ancient aliens and ancient astronaut theory. So see, uh, our most recent episode was part one of a four and a half hour YouTube live stream done by Five Heads at Freddy's himself, who I think is going to be absent this entire season of Ancient Aliens. So, Bobandy, get that Will Cock, <laughs> Will, you know, have Cock Will travel. <laughs> have Will Cock travel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> spread Cock meat, then. <laughs> oh, spread your Cock meat. Mm, here we go. <laughs> you mean slice it down the center like a filleted hot dog? Uh, yeah, yeah. Those are a special treat, okay? You can yeah. eat those on on white bread. <laughs> right. Soft bread. Right. I'm a Cenobite. Don't need a bun. Pain is pleasure. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we have uh, over blah, 51, I think, or no, 50 pieces of content on there, um, in addition to all the free content we give you. If you ever want to check those shows out, look back in the free feed here, the same feed you're listening to this episode on, for episodes titled Patreon Peak, in all caps, which Steve tends to uh, misconstrue like a mountain peak versus a peak into a, a lady's locker room. It's totally fine. It's all the same to me. You're <laughs> peaking usually, out on the content. It usually okay? just autocorrects to the wrong one, too. Yeah. So. Well, it's it's peak content for us, okay? Exactly. It's the yeah. best best we got, and that's why we got to pay <laughs> hey, for it, okay? There you go. Quiltsar says he, they went up and over the paywall to get into Adventurous Ghosts, and Bo Bandy says, may part two of Wilcox uh, episode never be aired. <laughs> Uh, or see the light of dates. Uh, <laughs> He's going to be, if we do that as our probing deeper this coming month, which downshift. for the sake of time, we should, or for the sake of timeliness, we should, uh, but that'll bum Bo Bandy I out. Mean, <laughs> since Bo Bandy is a, a beyond uh, meat, meat yes. uh, level. He would have a Hardee's burger, I guess. Yeah, I feel like we should, We could, if we did that, maybe we should do three yeah, Patreon you're right. episodes. Three. <laughs> no, I actually, I actually kind of thought about that the other day. I was like, we should probably space that one out because, yeah. again... But in in the this oh god in the vein of oh, timeliness in the vein <laughs> so hello my so like all my dicks yes. <laughs> the vein of timeliness uh, it actually isn't timely at all because again like we said on the episode there was no news stories there nothing came of his um, YouTube live stream despite how self important he made it seem yeah. made himself seem to be on there like he was going to get shut down by the NSA right, or right. something as he's so. running it by himself completely yes he really brought no new information no new information to the table that we know of anyway correct um, it is funny though now i will say <laughs> it what we we might want to do it as a third one because I don't know if you heard, but last week, which was a week or two after that YouTube live stream aired, mm-hmm. all the news socials and and uh, or all the all the science news socials were like, scientists have actually measured qu- uh, time crystals for the first time actually mm-hmm. functioning, because mm-hmm. um, they weren't functioning before. They didn't have enough yeah. hormones. Yeah, they, they balance the hormones out yeah. now. They're fully functioning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but uh, I'm assuming for those time, time crystals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those trans time crystals. Yes. Um, yes. But it is funny. But I, I wonder if he talks about that or if it's just all him somehow working in a tip and, and maybe two tips <laughs> yeah, and whatever. Yeah. Tri tip. Yeah. Sitting uh, on a tip. As Mr. Volante and you were talking about, he had some bison tri tip. Oh, yes. He's going to smoke it that up. Looks you get him a recipe. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, maybe we'll do something else just for a change of pace. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Great and we, job. And we want to welcome yeah. our newest uh, Galactic Daddy level patron. That's a $25 mm-hmm. a month patron, which is our buddy in the chat here, Quiltazar. Um, and uh, I don't know what's more... I guess their email is the least 
uh, mm. private, right? Yeah. I would more give people out their Patreon screen For name, correct? Patreon screen name, I think, is solid. Right. Because you could do first real name, last initial, maybe, too. True. But I think, right. I think Patreon name's fine. Yeah. Uh, J. Depp. Okay. <laughs> Subscribe to the Patreon. John Depp. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, you got a big I didn't celebrity say here. Depp. Okay. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Queltazar, uh, uh, that is his Twitch name. May or may not be in his email yes. too, but uh, but his screen name is Crypto Paranormal MT. So give him a shout out if you're one of our fellow patrons. Oh, I thought it was Jade out there. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah, just a GIF of Johnny. Yeah, Depp. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Crypto Paranormal MT. Now, was that screen name already there, Queltazar, or do you follow other? Patreon podcast or Patreon content creators, let us know in the chat at twitch.tv slash propagation Welcome Grove Snake as well. Oh yes. We've who got has, all, all the all the heavy hitters. As I saw this weekend has a much I'll have to show it to you. You could see it too on Facebook Messenger. has a, a much girth. cooler yeah, Garrett Gurthy. He has a oh, much, I think I looked at some much cooler uh, rack room of collect collectibles than you do. I don't know if it's cooler. It's probably okay. more organized. It I did like see he had he, ecto cooler in there. He did say, "Well, I got a whole fucking case of that." Okay, you want to fucking flex on me, bro? Oh, you want to fucking case okay. ecto cooler? Because <laughs> uh, yeah, I think you said Steve's got magic cards all over the place. He's like, "Well, they're probably worth more than my whole collection." Yeah, which, yeah. yeah they are. Fuck you. Fuck that collection. No, uh, looked like he had a nice, nice uh, grip yeah. of stuff. Definitely much more organized. I, yeah, my, one his of my is things, more for display. Yours yeah. is for business. Business and display to a certain and extent. pleasure. Uh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what is pleasure is filth for all. We only know pain. Uh, hey, we're from a dimension uh, yeah. called Steve's house, and yeah. it's where <laughs> filth and pleasure are the same. <laughs> it's just all kind of fucked up. And yeah. You just kind of leave stuff around. It's cool, yeah, though, because you, know, you can just do that. Yeah, dirtier fine. gets, the more you come and yeah, as long smile. You as long as you don't leave food like chicken bones all over the fucking place, yeah. then nothing will get to your card. Finish your shit. thought, but I do have a Cenobite question after this as well. Uh, but anyways, my point being... The, a lot of the reason my personal collection isn't on display is because, like, I don't own a house. So, right. like, I rent and I move and, like, I moved right. enough you of just, my nights. You just squat here and exactly. have your podcast. I have here. enough bills come to this house. I don't have to pay rent because right. then I can just pull squatters. Right. So, right. Uh, but, anyways, yeah. Just, like, moving We don't that really shit. have a friend bill anymore, too. Well, that's fine. Went to Palm Springs yeah. and stuff. Actually, and I was texting with him today. Oh, so nice. I can give you a... No update, basically, from him, but uh, whatever the update. Because now we now. can only talk when we're when you guys are both traveling, basically. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Outside of Orange County, yeah, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> uh, but anyways, so I don't really set up a lot of my stuff because right. it's like, well, then I'm gonna put a box move. So until I got someplace permanent where yeah, I can yeah. really do it up nice, put some shelves gonna, up, uh, some plexiglass. Yeah, not have to move it too much because I got some uh, felched items. Okay. <laughs> Uh, no, flocked items. Okay. So that stuff picks up hair like crazy. So you mm. have to have it in a very sealed case. Otherwise, okay. it will get disgusting. Flo what? Wait, flocked like when you flock a Christmas tree with uh, um sort of, but like powder. toys are like like you know, like that's kind of flocked. Like that kind of like fuzzy spray oh, that goes oh, on it. has a hairy texture or something like that. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah. it's like glue, and then they spray like a fuzz on it. Got it. And it's like almost impossible to clean. Right. So if you have a th something that's flocked just sitting out with right. like natural dust, I have fucking cats, yeah, our hair, yeah. like it gets in there, just it's disgusting. Let alone unnatural dust. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, man-made dust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's You're made just, by man, we can have. Yeah, you just sand Tupperware over all your toys mm -hmm. to make sure the unnatural dust just seals it, mm -hmm. and then you just shellac it. Yes. Afterwards, Grove Snake said they used to uh, religiously leave things in the package mm -hmm. until they realized there was no intention. Oh, I think I remember seeing that. He wrote that too. Yep. Uh, don't open it. So. When I have my collectible. He doesn't open flock stuff at all, he said as well. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a good move. And when we had the collectible shop, 
Cape and Cow Collectibles still around and we were doing conventions, we crushed it because we would sell loose figures, so mm-hmm. stuff that's already open. Right. Because most of those people are going to display them anyway. And we actually would buy stuff sealed or get it shipped, crack it open, mm-hmm. and still sell it for basically the same amount. Right. And we said it was nerd guilt. So these fucking, you know, because <clears throat> it's that, like, there there were things we sold as, like, four characters in box, in package, yeah. and then they were sealed in a dumb white mailer. Okay. And, like, nerd guilt was so strong, people wouldn't want to open the mailer. So they're just oh, buying it to have it. So, like, right. they would come to us and be like, oh, my God, I'm, like, literally... Every convention, every all the time, people are like, "I'm thank you for selling this loose. I couldn't right. have the heart to open it. Thank you for breaking this apart." Like they literally have this nerd guilt yeah, yeah. that they just can't, quote unquote, damage it or right. alter it. So, right. um, so they always want two copies of it, either two or they just like having it sealed. And yeah. so good on you, Grove Snake, because also when you open your shit, you have way more room to then display it because. Right. 10 figures in a giant package, you could probably fit literally 50 to 100 in that same right. space. Right, exactly. So, And actually enjoy them in their articulation. And how right. Look. Especially in your butt. Exactly. Yeah. You Well, game on, baby. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, kung fu grip comes in handy right yeah. in the prostate. Well, you watch out because the president got the kung flu grip. Right. Oh, I thought him, you were going to so. make gotcha. a come in handy joke. <laughs> well, always come in handy. Yes. <laughs> Never in, buddy. Uh, quick, uh, come in, Bo Bandy. <laughs> quick, uh, quick Cenobite question. I've only watched, I think I've only seen one of the Hellraiser movies, and I don't know which one. It, the only scene I really remember is a scene where, meat. Uh, no, is where the main girl is like trapped like fucking in the cube, or the cube is their spaceship or something like that, and she goes into this room trying to run from this fucking uh, horrific, all, dead baby-faced like spinning pillar thing. And she runs into her dad, who like died a long time ago, and he was like a sex addict or something. So he was like about Frank. He was about I think the first one. Okay, so he's and he's like trapped in a room with all these women under naked women under sheets that he can never fuck or something like that. And so he's tortured forever. And then he kind of comes onto his daughter in that scene. Oh wait, well maybe that's part. Okay, we'll keep going. Sorry. Yeah, it's part one or two. And then he wants to fuck his daughter. Yeah, something like that. So I'm not an. (laughs) I like you said that's Frank. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know. Now that's right. so well. Let me get there. So, okay. Mr. Volante, if he's still here, uh, I don't see him anymore. But he's totally. He probably out. knows way better than I. Okay. Uh, that being my brother. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Frank. What's it called? Yeah, Frank. <laughs> yeah, Frank. Uh, so in the first one, basically, it's very weird. So, actually, uh, friend of the podcast, not for everyone podcast. Oh yeah. Uh, fans of ours were fans of theirs. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're doing. They called it something goofy, but it's like some unholy trinity. So they're doing okay. part three of all the sh- all oh. these horror movies <laughs> which as are like the reviews, ones. which tend yeah. to be the shittiest <laughs> one. And they just did Hellraiser three. Uh, okay, and they all basically spoiler Frank's alert. Revenge. Don't want to give away too much. It's worth a listen, but yeah. it it's shitty, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, so they talked about it, which jarred a lot of memories because I probably haven't watched part one in. I remember watching it, and then we went to Bootleggers in Fullerton. Oh, that's okay. how, like, wow. like the first boot like, yeah, by the yeah. train track. So yeah. that's that long ago, like twelve years ago. And then part two, <laughs> I think I watched a year or two ago again, but fell asleep. Yeah, because it was just in my bed on Netflix. Yeah. But part two, I think they actually go to like a quote unquote hell or their dimension. Right, and there's right, a girl right. running around. Right. So maybe that could be it. But also, so in the first one though, Frank is this like piece of shit who's her uncle. I oh, think. okay, got it. And he acts like a zombie slash vampire because he's stuck in this room. Mm -hmm. And basically, he got away from the Cenobites because he undid Pandora's box. Got it. 
I is think that what it, that's what it's called? Basi- okay. It's basically Pandora's box. Because again, Cenobites are demons and angels and all these things, right. but they're basically aliens. They're interdimensional the aliens. Yeah, right. yeah. So he somehow escapes. They're looking for him. Got it. He can then regrow himself like out of nothing and materialize. Uh, All Franks are creeps. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which uh, are well. I'll get, I'll get Gross to Snake it. reminded me. I've discussed that scene before, Joe. Oh, <laughs> a little father daughter oh, action or yeah. uncle niece action. Yeah, a little taste for everyone. Yeah. But basically, he somehow like regrows himself, mm-hmm. and like they have to keep feeding him bodies, and he like drinks their oh, blood, and eats the body. Got it. And then he's like blood, and then slowly yes. becomes skin and becomes full again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, but the Cenobites are hunting him, so the chick like unlocks the box. They're like attacking her, and then they're right. like. Somehow it's like, oh, there's Frank, and they—that's the fucker they want to bring back. I see. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Anyways, long story yeah. longer. I don't know which one you're talking about. Yeah. It's either it's way. One of those two. My somewhere. question about them, which is a general nature of them, like, so is everything when because their their whole thing is that they come from a universe from a dimension where pain and pleasure are the same. So mm-hmm. that's why they like they look like they're tortured themselves, but I guess to them it feels erotic or something. They don't know. Yeah. But is like, it all? No, they don't know better. Is there? <laughs> <laughs> is the is the pleasure purely sexual pleasure, or does it bring them joy to feel pain, or all Isn't the above? Is that the question of any dom and sub? I guess, yeah, BDSM um, bullshit. <laughs> but because I always wondered, like, do they like do they all? Where does pleasure end and pain begin? <laughs> like, do they come when people are tortured? I don't and know fucked if they're up? coming. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, and then like, I I think in in all the so it's just in, are, it's just in their nature to cause pain because it brings them joy and to pleasure. torture someone. I right. guess there's some sort of ultimate doms or mm-hmm. something. But then, like I think in each one they like, uh, what's it called? Zeitgeist slash whatever top. What's uh pop culture five like a top Cenobites. Oh, I see. So I think when they were saying because I haven't watched part three, but I think in part three there's like a CD. One oh, and God. like a, a movie, like just stupid fucking. Yeah. they're like representations, no like kind of like the gods exactly. in that one right. show where right. they're yeah. like new gods or representation yeah. of what people worship or whatever. Yeah. So Mr. Volante just says it's BDSM. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. The one Joey asked where the girl runs into the dude who can't yeah. fuck the girls. I'm assuming that's part one because I'm assuming that's Frank. Yeah. But I, I was know. yeah, I was just more just like is is the whole thing about them feeling pleasure? Is it a whole thing? Right. <laughs> is it just like is it all erotic to them? And then are there scenes of them? When they finally capture Frank or get somebody yeah. tortured, are they sitting there coming or jerking themselves off or what's going on right. there, right? Well, there's one where, it's like, just this nebulous pin, pleasure. Yeah, pinhead and, and Butterball just, like, high-five. Right. And then yeah. the girl with the open neck, yes. she just comes in and just goes low-five. Yeah, yeah. And then they all uh, put hands in together and say, right. go team. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, that was yeah, it. Volante says, yes, part one. Nightbreed is better. Nightbreed is another weird fucking one with interdimensional beings. So, oh, I don't know if I've uh, seen that I, one. I think, that's the one where the guy's a weird fuck. He looks like Mac tonight. He has like the big horn oh, flesh yeah, thing yeah, coming yeah, out yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, also mm. very weird. My uh, sister watched weird. that one, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Eiffel that used Tower. to be that used <laughs> to be such a fucking thing, like going into video stores when you're a kid and like a lot of video stores had the horror section, right? Yeah. Or it was like the biggest section because horror was so big with VHS. Yeah. And it was like I remember like walking, like wanting to see them, but then being having Chewed, nightmares yeah. because of the video. Oh, my brother would always alone. watch them. I'd be scared yeah. what he brought back with because I didn't want right. to like get too. Well, because your that. brother comes from a dimension where 
uh, f- familial fear is pleasure, right? Well, so whenever yeah. his siblings, mom, well, dad, whatever, would get scared, yeah. he would feel pleasure, which I guess I would ask about in another podcast if it's sexual or not. Yeah. Well, he also comes from the dimension where uh, pleasure of smells are different. Right. So to him, what would smell to us like eggs and farts right. is chocolate cake. Exactly. And that's where it would be <laughs> right. harvested in a sleeping bag and there. you'd be <laughs> right. tempted to come over and say, it smells like chocolate cake, and then he gets pleasure as... For you, the chocolate cake smells like shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then he comes from uh, that dimension, exactly. too. Exactly. So. So, and I don't yeah. know where his, his cat dragon there was, but... He says, no. uh, I feed off of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, we... Uh, speaking of Queltazar, our newest patron, nice. and here on Twitch.tv slash Probing Ancient Aliens, uh, it's Queltazar's um, sponsored segment here on the show, as we do with all our newest patrons. Mm-hmm. Uh, how you doing, Joey? How you doing, Steve? So, Quiltasar and I ask, how you doing, Steve? I'm doing good. I was uh, up in Lake Nascimento this weekend. <laughs> now you're getting uh, it. Where my cousin Brandon and I ended up having a little change of plans up we, once we got up there due to some road conditions, because they're repaving a road. Yeah. So we played some disc golf, which we'll be doing as a group. Yeah. The putt fuckers coming yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. Our new Instagram yeah. handle followed you, Bo Bandy, already. Yep. Follow our new Instagram account, Putt Fuckers, which is our disc golf account. Yes, it'll be <laughs> a lot of great content. Trust us. Um, Currently, a glorpy picture of my midsection on <laughs> yeah. there, which already has multiple likes by yeah. other disc golf hey, accounts. No filter, <laughs> right? not hashtag no filter. I just I fucked up and wrote just no filter. No filter. No filter. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was fun. Uh, I think William Coosby's on here, and I wanted to save it for the podcast. But hello, William. Uh, we, we were talking about something, and I brought up... Uh, you and your cousin Brandon. Brandon, yeah. yeah. And I brought up you and Harris, mm-hmm. or we were talking something, and I was like, oh yeah, like, on Wednesday night, uh, Sarah will watch Drag Race with her friends. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, cool. I was like, yeah, it's like, whatever. <laughs> he's like, outlaws? And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and he's like, you know, outlaws? I'm like, you mean car drag racing? <laughs> and he's like... Yeah, oh, I was yeah. like, no, drag race. And it was literally 15 seconds to where I'm like, people in drag <laughs> costumes with right. a contest. And yeah. he just started dying because oh he's like, God. oh, my God. I'm like, yeah, Sarah and Joey's sisters get together to watch drag right. racing yeah. like NHRA. Hell yeah, like, man. Oh, yeah, we're racing for pinks down yeah, here. They on, got uh, the midget cars on tonight, man. <laughs> those drag races. Yeah, fuck Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I was dying laughing. <laughs> I just imagine them watching, yeah. you know, which is crazy because I don't, I can't stand it. But like I've known, it's been on for like fucking eighteen years or something. Right? Oh, I have a now. friend who's a producer on that show. Oh wow, technically, my friend's name RuPaul. Yes, <laughs> Paul Ru. Yeah. Or I think yeah, I don't know. I, I I have no idea what he does on there. Yeah, he just on Facebook. Well, posts. RuPaul hosts the show. Exactly. Uh, he posts like, hey, we won another Emmy. So, like he oh, works wow. on the show in some some shape or form. Now, William and Cusby, I think he even got up there and received one of the awards when they did that. William Cusby, aka my wife, Borat sequel on the way. By the way, produced by me. True that. Um, <laughs> uh, she is going to be very mad at you that you've never fucking told her you know a producer on RuPaul's. Well, Drag I don't Race. know if he's a producer. He Wait works on it, it in the chat. He works on it. I don't know. He got up there to receive a fucking award. Right. Mr. Volante knows him. That's how I know that. Wow. Wow. Uh, big, big betrayal. I don't really hang out with them a bunch, though, so I can explain our friendship. Well, she could have, uh, she's going to be mad that you could have gotten her seats, or I don't don't, don't know if they have an audience. I don't know, but. uh, I'm raging. (laughs) Quiltazar says, (laughs) Yeah, my wife says, I'm raging. Uh, Quiltazar says, The stone dick tape theory. 
Oh, there we go. Now that is related to paranormal experiences where True natural that. materials absorb the emotions, which maybe that's like the sleeping bag. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go, if you open sleeping bags now, maybe there's like a chocolate cake scent in yeah. those things too. It's but. nice. <laughs> yeah. It's very very scented. Smell. Um, but uh, uh, they said Coosby uh, says very betrayed again. Yes, a friend, but not enough to where I know this person well enough to where I can get them to up for tickets for <laughs> another friend. <laughs> Next time, she's going to pop you right in the eye. Okay. Well, hey, if Halloween Haunt was still going on at Universe Studios, I might be seeing this person, but they're not. Did so. someone That's... say he's Popeye? Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I would physically <laughs> see this person. <laughs> Popeye. <laughs> Give me the fucking green. Yeah, Popeye's smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'd usually, yeah, this person would go to Hollywood Horror Nights, and mm. then I would see them at Comic-Con. But Got that's it. about the only time of year I'd physically see them. Seems like a best friend. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but Lake was nice. Lake was nice. Yeah. A little warm, but not too bad. Not too humid. Yeah. Uh, we did end up getting to the cabin after the road was, quote-unquote, closed. Yeah. But we still moved all those signs. They were said, putting some new oil slick it. on there, yeah. slurry on there. Uh, yeah, because you lay the stone, then you put down the fresh oil and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, what the fuck was I going to say? Yeah. So like, that's what I did this weekend. So yeah. doing good. Looking forward. You guys, the yeah. group, the putt fuckers oh, has yeah. a lot of questions oh, about yeah. what's going to happen during that weekend. <laughs> I'm being very coy and not yeah. letting anyone uh-huh. know. <laughs> Which Door Scorner is yeah. very frustrated with. <laughs> I, I, but I've literally told him everything he doesn't believe. He's like, you got pots and pans? Yes, yep. I have everything. What do we need? A blanket, a yeah. fucking towel, yep. and a pillow. <laughs> what else? Poppers. Food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blasters. Right. Prep, uh, <laughs> you know all the shit. And Bobini says, "Check." I'm check. assuming after my belch. Yeah. Seventies uh, birch, birch, no, and says, owning a fucking f- a free lake house. Yeah. Uh, free lake. Uh, no, he was on on Friday. You were already at the lake, and Dorshko and I went on a, a little disc golf excursion as well to the horrifically terrible Lake Forest uh, Golf Practice Center disc doing, golf Joey. course. <laughs> uh, no, but this no, is about, this is about I'm Dorsch. Joking, I'm but he was like, he was like. I just don't get it. Like Steve's being too casual about all this stuff. Like mm-hmm. I want to know. Like I'm terrified of what's going on in that. He goes like crazy backpack camping. I'm I like, know it's not that. Like, I'm like Josh, you sleep in a tent yeah. on the top of Mount Whitney or something, right. all covered right. in cheese. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I think you maybe accidentally took it literal when I said sleep on the deck. Like we have cots and air mattresses. Yeah, like, I always thought it was on the wood. No, 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 no. Got we it. sleep like on the deck, but like not physically <laughs> right. Deck on to, the wood. To, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Bloody dicks. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, no, we always have cots. Or Follow our other Instagram group, The Splinter Dicks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, <laughs> we uh, manage uh, turtle groups and right. stuff. <laughs> and also those that sleep on hardwood exactly. and rub their penises oh, on splinters. Oh, and it's made of teenage boys. Yeah. <laughs> you little teenage mutants out I there, huh? Freak turtles, huh? Ooh, I think the ooze made your dick like an adult while <laughs> you're 13. Ooh, I think I see Bush down there. <laughs> See your wiener popping through your bush. It's so <laughs> weird. Only a mutant would have that. Ooh, what a little. Ooh, it's little legal to <laughs> fuck mutant kids. I'll show you to work a bow staff, even though it should be a bow or a staff, right. not both. It's like saying ATM number, yeah. ATM machine, or right. pin number. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but anyways, yes, uh, it'll be fun. I think it is funny to watch him stress. Everyone, a lot of questions. So that'll be in two weeks. Um, so. <laughs> What, are you looking at? Something? I'm looking at Quiltazar. Wait, wait, it says confidence is key. Focus them to be your in, Steve. 
Harris is relying on your contacts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, coaching me through how to right. get these these things. Uh, my wife Harris. Oh yes, uh, uh, Harris Wills. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Uh, but when he says Savage is sleeping outside, it's beautiful out here. We got this lovely West Coast mild climate out here, Bobandy. And we got this lovely West Coast geek. Exactly, he's a nice guy. Uh, the, you know, the bugs they go yeah. away at night because it cools down. Right. They come back, <laughs> which that was a whole argument in and of itself. <laughs> <laughs> about the when it's too hot or too cold, the bugs go away. But then yeah. Dorsh is like, "Don't tell me how bugs work." <laughs> I'm just terrified. telling you between seventy but, oh, and eighty degrees. That's what I was going to ask you. Did you tried that electro bubble? Oh, I think I wrote thing? on there. But I think you did it work. I think your parents would need like four uh-huh. because it says fifteen feet, which fifteen feet is a little smaller than they <laughs> think. But when you know putting it between you and me right, right. is fine but beyond us sitting right here it. it's probably going to get a little for bit for a classic sketchy. for a classic like you know 6 foot wide uh dinner table setting with four people you put it dead center they're all going to be mosquito be free fine enough. but fi- well and and just bug free because up or, there yeah, it's the way to be uh there's a bug and it's going to sound like a goofy name but it's called a noceum okay Instead of like no see him like you don't see him, but right. there are these little black fuckers, mm-hmm. and they actually do bite you. Uh-huh. Uh, but though that that thermosel shit kept those those dickheads away. Oh, nice. So, nice. Uh, again, very nice. Mm. Uh, Maybe we should get a few of those things. Well, I got the one. Probably get the two. They don't last a crazy long mm. time. I bought a because they're pack. on a battery, right? No, so it runs butane, little chubbard below, oh, okay. and then it burns slash infuses. A tab above, so the Got tabs it. last four hours. I see. The butane lasts twelve. I apparently just bought uh, tabs that last twelve hours instead of four, but it's not Got something it. like you could sleep with. Right. right. But again, once it gets it anyway. cooler enough, they kind of all yeah. the bugs bounce. And so. like you said, there is the inside, or apparently there's just a trailer that's up there. There's a trailer, which I didn't know that either. Oh, I I've said this before in San Pedro, but yeah, I didn't, the, well, I thought trailer was just like storage shit. I didn't know if it was like an RV. Trailer. No, yeah, 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 like an RV. Like so it's that got beds in there that has uh, like a queen or a full bed. Wow, it has a futon, and then technically there's like a a dinner like booth table type setup mm-hmm. that you can fold down into a bed as well. Oh, nice. So there, and you could set up another cot in there got too it. if you really wanted. Do you ever go to the lake in the winter, and if so, do you sleep in there in the winter? Or no, because in... that gets cold. So inside the cabin, aka shed, if you will, uh, there's an old, old timey like U.S. military potbelly Man. stove. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this guy just farts. Hey, there, welcome, beans Steve. All day. He gives you hugs and cuddles at night. Hey, they smell like chocolate cake. I'm feeling really warm. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, just plenty of chocolate cake in here, boy. They die every three weeks, but you just get a new one. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, it's an old potbelly stove. So you Got just it. fill that thing with fucking wood. Oh, it gets really hot. Mm. It heats it up. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, lasts through the night. Yeah. So that's what we do if it's really cold. Uh, I'm sure many of our fans have been there, but I have never been to uh, Potbelly Sandwiches, which apparently there's one down here in Irvine, California, Was that, which is the only Doughboys one do that recently. Okay, but uh, like on all of my marathon travels mm-hmm. uh, at our old shoe company. The uh, the Midwest and East Coast definitely has a lot of pop belly. It's like it's like as normal a chain as Subway out there or something. But oh yes, um, oh uh, Justin Shores yes. is here. Well, Qualtazar says sleeping outside means we could get fucked by yeah. Bigfoot. Well, they say an intimate encounter, which anything's possible yeah. at that point. That could just be talking about our yeah. father issues and things exactly. too. I could just have a Harry and the Hendersons mask on while yeah. we fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Even more intimate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Our dad. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Jessica says they were in our neck of the woods checking out Urban Legends Haunt Drive through oh. last weekend. Don't oh, waste your, don't waste your time. Hundred dollars in an hour of your time. Only eighteen minutes of actual content. Oh, jeez. Even if Josh Gates made it out of something amazing on his show. Interesting. Do you know what all that's referencing? Joe? I don't. I've heard of Urban Legends because when we were looking up paranormal investigations, ah. they would come up a lot. I wonder if that's that other group. When I went to San Juan Capistrano, they're like, oh, no, we're the other group. Okay. I don't yeah, know maybe. if that's them or not. But, but I mean, apparently they're Orange County based. So. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's oh, in, in Newport. Okay. okay. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Thank you for the uh, consumer reports on the Urban Legends uh, haunted porn drive through Costa Mesa OC Fairgrounds. Oh. Okay. You were right in our neck of the woods. Oh, yeah. Thanks for the call, bro. I wasn't in town, but Joe kind of was. <laughs> I was hanging out with your roommate, Matt. There we the go. Amarada That's disc golf really sad to hear. Oh. <laughs> uh, and then Grove Snake says, side note, Polly Shore gets knocked out in his new movie, Guest House. Oh. Is that on Netflix or something? I don't, I don't know. know. Is that the sequel well, to, that's the sequel to Sinbad's House Guest <laughs> from the 90s. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Phil Hartman. Exactly. Uh, oh. Just sure says I know Steve's into those haunts, which oh, I did yeah. used to live by the OC fairgrounds, not mm-hmm. in the OC fairgrounds, but <laughs> just just outside, not just legally behind, either. But, yeah, behind know. one of the bathrooms. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, Joe Man Fap, how are you doing? <laughs> uh, I'm pretty good. I uh, played a good amount of disc golf this weekend. Um, and uh, yeah, Friday. Uh, it, was another, it was warm down here this weekend, too. It was about 104 was. when we were playing in Paso. Yeah. Yeah, Friday went to that Lake Forest uh, golf course practice thing in Lake Forest, California, which was, was fucking terrible. Because no, one of those nine. courses I need to look, it says like... Nine balls. Or maybe it's just 18 if you want to play it twice or something stupid. Yeah, the uh, DG course review says it's 18 holes. Is this thing fucking shit out? Uh-oh. Oh, no, it just keeps it minimizing. What? Okay. God damn it. <laughs> Okay, keep going. Hey, we just had another month of Patreon hits, so we can afford... I don't know if this is... <laughs> the mouse is fucked up. Yeah. yeah, maybe there's gunk on the mouse, but that usually doesn't do that. I think it's this dumb fucking touch. Yeah, I thing. think all of it's fucked. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, listen to All of It's Fucked, our technical <laughs> difficulties podcast, where we just talk about how our stuff's broken. No, but Jesus. Uh, went to that course. It was terrible. You're playing... You have to have a tea time. You're playing with oh, you ball golfers. It. Uh, do you tee off with them? Yes. Oh, that's <laughs> you know, well in between them. Like you have to ever you wait you wait for them to golf. They wait for you to disc golf if they're backed up to you or you're behind them. And uh, like all ball golf courses, they have the two big uh, golf ball approximation yeah. things. And there's the color codes right for which flat you want to do the, the basically the far the course or the whatever. And even the fucking guy that worked there, and it was thirteen dollars a person to play nine holes of shitty golf, which is insane. Um, it was not even the the grounds were not even well kept yeah. up nicely, like well manicured. There was fucking mud pits everywhere. Well, thirteen dollars like for that. a real golf course is cheap as fuck. Sure, um, Justin, well, that probably sure. makes sense. Um, but this place was not. Yeah, it was bad. But um, uh, and the guy that worked there because we were so lost the first couple holes. They are T signs. They f- they do not face the direction that you're throwing or golfing. They, in fact, face every direction but that every time. Mm-hmm. And oh, uh, <laughs> the guy that works there, there are there were literally only black tees, uh, tea, like tee balls, whatever you call those, and orange ones. He literally was like, oh, no, no, no. The disc golf, you just use the white ones. And Josh is like, he's on the phone with him on the course. He's like, what? He's like, I only see orange and black ones. He's like, no, no, no. There's white ones. 
And he's like, no, there isn't. It's just, and he's like, he's like, yeah, just use the white ones. And then he like hung up and we're like, okay, fuck this fuck guy. This guy. Fuck so this we place. played off the far ones, which is also interesting. Like I would have thought that, and I'm sure you can, mm-hmm. but I would have thought that the ball golfers would be, because they have a fucking implement and it's a tiny ball, whatever, they'd be hitting farther than us. But me and Josh were throwing a decent amount farther. And I guess I know a disc is different than a fucking ball, but, um, or is it? But, uh, I don't know. It was weird. Like the the baskets were always further than the holes, which is then kind of weird because sometimes we'd throw and someone was still on that that fairway and we couldn't mm. see them because they're over a little hill or something. And there was a lot of dirty looks of people yeah, like discers. But I'm just well for yeah. them they they pay a lot. A lot of people just buy ball golf right. equipment clubs and shit just mm-hmm. to go do it because it's something fun and right. And this is what we do at work. So yeah, yeah hitting a ball is very challenging. So Yeah, I've, I know I've it's done, challenging. I just figured if you did it right, it would go further than a disc. It would, but those people aren't doing it right, or right. they're using, they're clubbing down to, right. like, something to, like, get it there. So, like, yeah. a par three. Seals. To, yeah. Uh, uh, technically, you need, like, maybe a seven, mm-hmm. probably just a nine. Okay. Maybe some sort of wedge and a putter. Okay. Uh, but, again, if they don't get a good strike or whatever, it's just yeah. not going not gonna to go. Kind of some chips. So that's why... <laughs> Ah, uh, <laughs> if you use like a wood, you're gonna fucking crank right over those, so you can't use that. So you have to hit, you know, because the wood so is I, like yeah. the springiest, right? It'll have the most like bounce on there. It's, and that's yeah, why those, I hit those it for classic me. golf club like yeah. big fucking D looking shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deals. But yeah, those things you don't use on those course because you're gonna fucking outdo it. But yeah, when I reel, when I ball golf, uh, it's fucked up. But I go, but I look and I'm like, I bet you I could throw my frisbee or my disc to the fucking hole from here right. where I can barely get the ball to go that far. Because, mm. again, it's it's all technique, so. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, yeah, it was good that um, if, like, if you got, if you were jonesing to go one time, I would go back with you, but it is completely not worth it to ever go. No. It's, it was hot. It was, uh, again, muddy. There was a, there was a mentally challenged man. It was really a bummer because there was a mentally challenged man who some guy was yelling at. Some, like, okay. 28-year-old dude was yelling at this guy. But the the mentally challenged guy had a fucking golf bag, but he had like these little shorts that were all shredded apart, and he was like he was kind of shaking and stuff. But he was walking around the course grabbing golf balls, and a guy got pissed while we were waiting to tee off at another hole, and we, it, it sounded like it was a your roommate Matt and his brother who has Asperger's thing where he mm-hmm. was like being a dick being a dick them. to him, but that's their thing. They're brothers, like they're fine. It's not like he's being mean to a random retarded person. And this guy definitely, <laughs> definitely, Especially, you know, a retarded person. <laughs> right, definitely did not know him. But they, like, we couldn't figure that out till right after it was over. And uh, and he was screaming at this guy to give him his fucking ball because he had shanked it into some reeds or something. Yeah. And uh, damn, Terry. As one of those things where it's like we would have done something, but we thought I at least thought he was like related to him or something and didn't want it. But then he just they just walked off, and the other guy was there. Then he was around on the other side of the course. And Josh was trying to be nice. Dorsch was trying to, he's like, hey, you okay? You need help? And he just didn't, either couldn't hear or didn't hear and walked off or whatever. Yeah. But um, but he was just like dripping sweat down his legs, like yeah. a chunky, it looked like kind of like. It wasn't piss? It, it could have been. Uh, he looked like Philadelphia Collins, but with hair, with a crew cut instead of a beard. Mm-hmm. Um, but just big gut tank. It was, it was very strange because you have to pay to get on that course. Right. So somehow he figured something. I guess you could wander on and sneak on, but right, right. Anyway, right. one of the weirdest golf experience, like weirder than the David L. Baker course in Fountain Valley, which is another one on a golf course. Mm-hmm. Which, if there were no bugs, at least that's like a big crusher 
six hundred yeah, yeah. foot hole course every you know par yeah, five you could course, sneak but on the back nine or whatever. Exactly. Like I I'd play that again if I knew there was another golfers there and whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it was also like sixteen bucks a person right. or something 14. ridiculous too. But uh, I think we anyway. could sneak on that one though. Yeah. But uh, uh, Saturday was fine. Um, played at La Mirada with your roommate Matt, um, and then um, Sunday was. Uh, I did some disc golf practice, martial arts practice right afterward at the same park. Uh, and then uh, my wife and uh, my sisters and one of their friends went to Hamburger Mary's in Long Beach for a drag brunch, which was terrible. For because, sausage burgers. Yes. <laughs> because otherwise known as hot dogs. Yeah. Uh, well, and, uh, cock meat. <laughs> Not a fur burger. Uh <laughs> <laughs> which I thought that was clams. Yeah. Um, but uh, but anyway, and they just sat outside, and it and it wasn't even a show this time. It was basically just a character brunch with <laughs> like so Like at Disneyland where it's yes. like, oh, Goofy's walking around. They'll come come hang oh, out. I'll take that. pictures with you, sweetie. Ah, I farted. Watch out for the smell of my balls. The cheese is rough this time oh, of year. Oh, the chocolate cake is fresh yeah. today, huh? <laughs> <laughs> take a whiff. You want some of that from under for later? <laughs> Uh, it's a hundred yeah. degrees out, <laughs> and you're in makeup in full. Yes, <laughs> full gusto. Oh God, yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, pretty pretty normal nice. weekend. Yeah. Nice be- night beacon says it's always difficult with a long shaft, yeah. referring to golf. <laughs> but Bandy says he gave it up a long time ago, but could crush 250 yards. That's over 600 feet. <laughs> probably 750, right? Because it's three times yeah. whatever. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Quilts is ours talking to Justin Shures. Oh, yeah. but, oh, Shures was talking about haunts like, I think, like Universal Haunt, like the fun theme park ones. Right, so not right. like a spooky one, so a real one. And now they're going so back and forth about Northwest property. Costa Mesa. Well, yeah. he's Quilts is down in Montaigne or some oh. shit. And, Justin sure said they might be moving there. Yeah, because his wife hates it. Um, A lot of my a lot of my mom's side is from living in Helena, Montana, which is nice enough, but there's only twenty thousand people there, and it's nothing to do, nothing to do but meth. Yeah, and the signs on the freeway say, "Please don't." Literally say, "Hey guys, don't do meth. Call this number for things like literally for thing community programs and other things to do. (laughs) Disc golf. (laughs) Don't wander in a field and do meth. Exactly. Um, But uh, yeah, other than that, pretty good. Uh, We don't have any new reviews this week. No no positive ones. Yeah. (laughs) No five-star ratings. But normally we would uh, be doing a segment called Reaching for the Stars where we ask you little prolapsernauts out there to give us a five-star rating. Review us in the comments in that rating and we'll read it on the air and give you a shout-out just like nobody this week because nobody did it. So please get on that. I think in England... Five thumbs down is yeah is good yeah. <laughs> Twenty minutes in, you're still talking bollocks. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm sure that's just a phrase, but we we legit might have been talking about testicles for mm-hmm. twenty minutes. <laughs> yes. And this guy skipped ahead, and we're still talking about balls. So yeah. uh, other than that, we should. Uh... <laughs> we're talking about hot dog burger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, we should take a little break and then get into the dessert codes. Which way are we going out into this lonely desert, my friend? <laughs> there are actually uh, lines of ancient whipped cream out there that I tend to enjoy with my wife on Saturday nights. Oh. strawberries. Yum. Extra ripe, so they kind of mush in her nipples, and I can't tell which is which, because I actually despise her nipples, but uh, when there's that strawberry sauce on there, they're quite delicious. Nice. <laughs> Sorry, something threw me out there. It is a... Yeah, Childress is on that public access oh, show Childress. in Portland. David. <laughs> His wife. Yeah. Oh, Childress. 
that that's just some blood. I ran out of chocolate. <laughs> that's some kind of gum. Yeah, the wife sounds just like yeah. him. <laughs> because he has his own or, wife. Yeah, it just he puts him. the strawberries and whipped cream on his own exactly. tits. Exactly, just him pissing in his own face. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, we uh, we get to that a little later on location with a Hispanic American gentleman. Um, who is a leader of an ancient tribe or something like that, um, who who seems like, not to be mean to that guy, but seems like <laughs> like <laughs> like a Gary that he found <laughs> that just knows a lot it's about the area, low. but said, oh yeah. yeah, I govern the tribes out here or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this episode is all, <sighs> this is this is like top three worst episodes of Ancient Aliens I've ever oh, yeah. seen. This is like pure yeah. recycled garbage. Even fucking Ding Dong Bundy was like, haven't we seen this episode before? Right. Like, I'm like, you have, just yeah. in different parts. And there's, shockingly, there is some like new, some new evidence in this, but the subject is so nebulous, like the desert codes. Mm-hmm. It's basically any petroglyph, any carving, any artwork that's ever been in a fucking desert somewhere... Let's talk about it on the show. Right. And they don't even do a good job of being like, the desert, this mysterious, lifeless land can't support life, yet has art and culture. And like, yeah. They don't even make it interesting or oh. have a mystique around her or yeah. anything. Yeah. Her blue skin. Exactly. Her blue skin glistening in the sun, oh. changing into Hugh Jackman. Oi. <laughs> I'm Wolverine. <laughs> oh, David, I love your Wolverine impression. <laughs> some kind of mutant powers or some shit. <laughs> Professor X, <laughs> getting the fucking chopper <laughs> of the Black Hawk. <laughs> so I was trying to wait. Down, down, yeah. down under. Yeah, Black Hawk down under. <laughs> Sounds like an Angel <laughs> of White movie. Oh, yes. <laughs> it is a very charming film. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, uh, any any petroglyph, any rock uh, art, any cave art. Because they don't even talk paintings. about how some of the desert was lush jungle before. No, this. they I don't, don't do any. Okay. Yeah. It's because very, like, you could be like, oh, how is this such a lush land? Where provided right. now it's a dessert. Right. <laughs> uh, like, what the fuck happened? Right. It was just like, nope, it's a desert, so how could you live out there? I don't, even, uh, I don't even think this environment could support a, a snow cone machine no. or a <laughs> soft serve machine or <laughs> even uh, even pudding. Yep. A th- three drop Sunday? <laughs> nope. Yep. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, you know, no. <laughs> pudding. He you just does his like head switch to be yeah. two people. Yup. Yep. <laughs> you put in here. <laughs> yup. Yup. Put in here. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah uh, not even. Uh, well, if you're going sweet treats, you could say in the the hot desert could support kettle corn. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Crackle it all right on the desert floor. Oh, yes. Yeah. What are the hot desserts? Uh, <laughs> I mean, a lot of them are cold based outside of like yeah. a cake or a, a molten lava cake right. or a, a super hot cake. Or <laughs> No, there's a billion hot desserts, right. too. It's just <laughs> when you think of like dessert, Instant, I think yeah. of like a chocolate sundae or something right, or right, a right. vanilla sundae <laughs> or even a caramel sundae or a, a strawberry Saturday. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that And that's when he does the strawberry thing exactly. is on Saturday night. Yeah, is when he pisses in his face and calls it uh, yeah, they. Ch- I mean, they at least shoot new footage in this. I didn't see any rehashed visual footage. Maybe some of like the cuts to the Nazca, Nazca lines yeah. or something. But um, they're making a point to produce new content around the same old shit, which I guess I can respect. Uh, we get Huey Newman and the news like for the first time in years on the mm-hmm. show. He, his, his. You can tell that he was filmed anew, but he has the same shitty dumb hair. I mean, we saw him in 2019 too, but. 
He has the same shitty hair, same outfit. He's probably with that same weird uh, girl that's like quasi his assistant, quasi his like fuck buddy or something like that. Um, when he was passing out uh, flyers at contact or whatever outside of other people's. Well, he was passing out from an heroin overdose, I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but I mean, cool to see him on here, but he, I don't think he's he really had a ever. Tooth. He looked like he smoked yes. a lot. Yeah. He did look and a little older. An, an, I think he was missing another tooth or had a very big gap tooth. I think Huey Newman might be an alter ego of Mike, of, uh, yeah, Barra. Mike Barra? Yeah, they're like, yeah, like weird slop versions of each other. Right. Like the British Barra. British Barra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's U.S. Newman or yeah. uh, <laughs> Huey U.S. You know, you would... Hello, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Uh, That's exciting. Yeah. Oh, that classic exchange. Hello, Jerry. Oh, <laughs> oh God. God. <laughs> Hello, you, Oldman. Uh, but Justin yeah. Schurer asks on Patreon mm-hmm. if we can swap out Baggins. I don't know if we'll swap out Baggins, but we can do more voiceover shit for like an unidentified or mystery science theater. Oh, voiceover. swap out Baggins, mm-hmm. adventurous ghosts. Yeah, Zach yeah, yeah, Bagans. Yeah. Which Got that it, okay. one. Stays the same. But the, mm-hmm. the second one, we can do more of the voiceover content. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's good feedback. Um, which, I mean, we do when it has to do with one of the ancient astronaut theorists, we will usually double down on yeah, the, yeah. On the uh, invitations in there, too. But um, Well, and just doing the read-over while watching. Oh, watching. I see. Yeah, keeping the format yeah, similar yeah, to this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a good call. Um, but, yeah, the, this episode, it starts in Saudi Arabia, a desert. Uh, 2004 in the lava fields of Harat Kaivar, and some crazy three-foot-tall stone walls are found. And uh, and then four years later, they actually figure out what they are by using satellite imaging technology, and they find out there are over 400 almost Nazca, Nazca lines of the East-style uh, petroglyphs, but they're not really animals or anything. They either are kind of triangular, which they called kites, or they're rectangular. Which they called, called rectangles. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say rex. <laughs> yeah. What were you going to say? Uh, Justin Schroeder just says it's 100% uh, hilarious when you can actually hear them spewing bullshit as we speak over them. Yes. While we box them. Yeah. Yeah. Huey Newman and, and the news returns. He doesn't say anything interesting this entire episode, really. I think I have at least one soundbite of him. Oh, yes. Um, but, you know, a soundbite I play through my mouse recorder. Yeah, I'm a sound uh, chew. My mouse speaker. <laughs> um, mainstream archaeologists, a.k.a. lamestream archaeologists, they think that these were merely animal traps. Right. <laughs> so, you know, female animals that you think are female, but they're mm-hmm. actually boy animals. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? You've gone this far, yeah. so you're too, no you're in it now. Back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like hot buns, you know? Hell yeah. <laughs> you you worked so hard to get this porno home, and you now have going to yeah. watch it. <laughs> it's been hidden inside of a Peter Pan clamshell. <laughs> <laughs> Which is even funnier when you realize the gay porn is in the Peter Pan of all of all yeah. uh, movies yeah. that could have been hidden. Because you can't even crank to like to the Alice in Wonderland cover like right. it's Peter Pan. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Um, yeah, you need a little mermaid for yeah, that one. Yeah. Some partial nudity. A little least. bit of gut. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, lamestream, archaeolo- lamestream archaeologists thought that it was like you'd corral the gazelles uh, into the the backs of these things, like a box canyon, and then it'd be a pit where they'd fall in. Uh, which is also weird because later on, they they the ancient astronaut theorists try to say, oh, if if it were gazelles, nobody actually says it, it's just cloud. Right? It was like if it were gazelles. They can jump ten feet, but it's only a three foot wall. But it's like, but they did say there was a pit dug at the end of it. Yeah. So, so maybe, maybe it was like, a fifteen foot fucking well, pit or something. Also, I'm assuming it's more kind of how seals operate, and there's some um, or 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 chase style mm-hmm. uh, 
hunting where like a seal will chase a dumb fish into a boat right right? because it knows it's going to keep running and it's not looking and just goes boom so maybe it's more of a chase like oh we corral them in here but then they snap their legs and like whack themselves as they uh if they're trapped crash into the wall or hit the pit so that's true it's not fully dug out they're just like snapping yeah yeah something which is yeah it's horrible well i mean it's (laughs) but no but you gotta eat exactly (laughs) saudi arabia come on uh pino's porno paradise (laughs) could be pino's porno palace right is what his uh right apartment could have been or as sir skeet's unfeet said pino porn cast oh that too yeah that's a whole well that's our our eps dedicated right right that's under the puttfuckers label. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, yeah, we're moving puttfucker this to puttfuckers content. <laughs> uh, yeah, we really need some follows on there. Yeah, no, yeah. but um, uh, they they didn't go into explaining how you make geoglyphs in the desert, and there's multiple ways. The most popular way is that like in a lot of deserts, there's a it isn't just sand. These are like again South American or Saudi Arabian. I don't know what the difference is. But apparently, in some deserts, there's like a patina of a darker rock, Saudi with the body, right? <laughs> that that's been like blasted on the surface, and they just scrape it away. That's how the Nazca lines work. So that like they scrape it away, and you see the lighter colored sand and rock underneath it. So, uh, and then so that that contrast is what shows the picture. Mm-hmm. What's weird is though, I mean, it must be a gnarly scrape because if it was just a layer of dust, you think it would all just flow back on top of the pictures, the petroglyphs, and. Yeah. Over thousands of years, but apparently it doesn't. So maybe yeah. they're like polishing the ground or something. I don't know. Well, and it defines dust. Like, do they just scrape and it creates dust and they right. blow it away? Now you have this this altered. Because Beast. anytime, yeah, you have uh, stone getting weatherized, like you can scrape that top layer off. Now it's always going to be different because it'll experience weather differently than right. the original. Yeah, so. yeah. Which I'm. I, that's what I was saying. Yeah, I'm assuming yeah. they make it seem like they're just like sweeping dust off the dust. They just show them with these like blocks of wood and they're just kind of. Sweeping it away, I'm like, I don't think for that for it to be a permanent change to the topography and color, it must have been a true like, yeah, scraping it away of, or yeah. something. So, um, bye, Justin Shores. Oh, bye, Shores. Have fun in Montana, sweetheart. And Quiltsar says, Pino's porno. What can I say, Joe? Pillar of perpetual, perpetual penile perspective. <laughs> there we go. And Bobini says there's very little. Oh. Oh, have you been to Na- the Nazca Wind Lines, Bobby? Or rain in Nazca. <laughs> you know, he's listened to us ramble on about right. it enough goddamn time. Oh, your daughter's doing spring break in the Nazca Petroglyphs. Oh, if you're going to come and ride mountain bikes with us while we play disc golf and you have fun on the trails. Yeah, and we, we throw them in your nice fucking lunch. spokes and okay. flip you over like in the last crusade when he flips the Nazi bike <laughs> over with a pole. Okay, I was going more the nice, fun route, <laughs> kind of playing like it were assholes, but you went direct up, but it's fine. Oh, he went direct yeah. up. So you're, he's, well, he's coming to contact in the desert. Come on, bro. I'm getting up. No, I'm not. I'm not you. I'm joking because oh. Bobain never said yeah. <laughs> I thought you were like, don't be no, mean to no, Bobain. No, 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 no. Come on. Bro. I'm more like, come on. He's Bobain. coming to the show with us. Bro. Come on. Can't no, he hasn't. It. He hasn't confirmed. I'm trying to guilt yeah. him into going. He needs to go. Well, there's little to no wind. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he lives in the Nazca line, so the planes aren't going to. You, you got to go to other places in Peru to fucking exactly. take off. Got to get there. some helicopters <laughs> up in here, bro. NorCal copters. Yeah. We get Cockney Collins in here quite a bit. He doesn't really. Cognitive Collins just, I mean, they're doing this a lot this season where the ancient astronaut theorists, I don't know, I guess it's no different than other seasons, but they're kind of just pre-repeating what Robert Clotworthy's just going to say. So it's like they're using Clotworthy, like not a way less, maybe like 5% less, and they're just like, they'll add an extra sound bite from a talking head in here, and Cockney Collins is in here, and he says, now the interesting fact about all this is that they point toward the sky, and this is the fucking theme for the whole right. thing. Now, they were only discovered once aerial... And he's talking about all geoglyphs, like gigantic geoglyphs. 
They were only discovered once areola surveys <laughs> began in the 1920s. They didn't know women had them before that. Big, because long pepperonis. <laughs> Can I get four pound of big, long pepperonis, okay, please? <laughs> in Bologna's, just two slices. Oh, old Courtney Collins wants big longs <laughs> again, eh? <laughs> you want that Italian shit? <laughs> He's a long sucker, that one. <laughs> uh, I kind of do want some bologna. I haven't had bologna in a long time. I do want some long bologna. Yeah, some bologna. Uh, <laughs> some bologna. Uh, and this tells us something very, very important. So... The entire theme of this episode is that ancient people built giant geoglyphs so that the gods could see them, but which which I think everyone agrees with, right? Mm-hmm. They're they're making these things so that the the gods, the deities they worship that they think created them and control the weather and all this stuff and gave them thought and science and gave them thoughts, <laughs> you know, they gave them their OnlyFans login. Yeah. <laughs> uh but uh, and just said, hey, if is you know, just don't boot me out of my session. I'll tell, I'll let you know when I'm yeah, in there exactly. and whatever. Yeah. Um, and Simps Galore. <laughs> yeah, they gave them the domain rights to SimpsGalore.com, <laughs> where hot thoughts can actually jerk off to all of their top Simps. Exactly. It's it's a nice little. It's like a follow video. for yeah. follow kind of thing. Right. Uh, <laughs> for a hundred dollars, they'll say your name while they do. Right. And uh, then and then it's kind of like Blacked Raw versus Blacked.com where. There's simps that became thoughts.com because sometimes they get so popular that yep. they just get their own kind of only, and that's just back to OnlyFans. Right, right, so right. it's just a redirect. It's thoughts, yeah. sloths, <laughs> sloths. Um, uh, but he says he'll plan his whole trip out to SoCal oh. as long as contact in the desert is for sure, or he'll yeah, around right. contact exactly because he does want to do some mountain biking in Old Palace Verdes. Yeah. And it's, it's, I hope it's not dicey, but it's like, I hope by June. There's fucking treatment and vaccine and all that shit so that events can just happen. I will wear a mask all fucking day and sit in that stupid hotel. Exactly, yeah. If Um, we're at a point where that's fine. Right. Yeah, there's either going to be a vaccine or it's at the point where these companies go, fuck it, you'll all just wear masks and do safety standards, and so will we. And it's all, if you want to risk yourself doing that, we'll all risk ourselves doing it and whatever. But, um, But I have a feeling like... the they say that like once they hit certain points in the vaccine studies, then it kind of like accelerates exponentially so hopefully we're getting to that point yeah. but i'm um, being told i need to fix my flickering light but i think it's the camera mm, yeah it's, it's trying to auto adjust all the yeah, time yeah, yeah which might be because the fan is going or something i don't know but, but even but, that it yeah it doesn't because there's like light. shadows flickering but not really anyway. but for some reason my camera goes light yours goes dark yellow, i'm a yellow I'm boy um but yeah so the entire theme of this episode is that they built these things so that their gods could see the ancient astronaut theorists the problem I have with their specific take on that uh, fact is that they insist that they would have only built these because they met those gods in the past. They came down from space. They met them. They lived here on the planet with them, and then they left. Right. Where it's like, it's not that complicated. Any any ancient religious people, especially tribal, rural, primitive, you know, what you call primitive people... Um, which I guess, I mean, the Aztecs and stuff weren't, but you know what I mean. If if they believed a god was controlling all that shit and gave them everything they had, mm-hmm. they're going to work their asses off to communicate like, with them, you know? Them. Right. And so it doesn't matter if they ever came down on a ship or were physical beings. It's just because that's religion. So right. um, that's my only problem with it. Again, I don't disagree that it's a lot of effort because they even have other... The, the only good thing about this episode is they have like that one British guy that's like, well, yes, you have to understand that back then to build a petroglyph like this, 
that was this, they were spending weeks away from their families and weeks away from hunting and weeks yeah. away. And so, and I was like, oh yeah, that does yeah. make sense. Where, you know, not that we didn't think that, but it's like it was a lot of effort, and you had to sacrifice something to make these giant petroglyphs, geoglyphs. Uh, uh, what are the giant stone cities? Geo cities sites. Yeah, geocities.com. <laughs> yeah. Um fucking like ziggurats, like stone pyramid, yeah. all that kind of shit. So, right. um so it's this this that's why this episode's boring because it's kind of a moot point. <laughs> right. The only caveat that the only reason it's on the show Ancient Aliens is because they believe, well, yeah, and the people that they wanted it to see from the sky are aliens and it's like okay that doesn't really yeah. matter in terms of learning about well, these people. And so. Quetzalcoatl says god forbid you know, humans are actually intelligent at some point in their evolution. Exactly, right. So, um, and so, yeah, this is just kind of confirmation bias where he's like, well, they were only found when planes in the 20s could see them. It's like, yeah, but you're now just having the ends justify right, right, the means, right. and you can't do that. So um, it is cool, though, because now way more Nazca lines and then lots of other geoglyph, like geoglyph gardens that go on for, like, hundreds of miles have been found with satellite um, radar technology. Right, right, right. So this is what you know, Rami Romani, who does at least make a little, a little right. bit of a saving, like a hail Mary Handsome appearance Hamini. in the episode, yeah, uh, uh, to talk about hieroglyphics and things like that. Um, but yeah, he's always talked about how, yeah, we don't have to go destroy shit and dig shit up willy nilly. We can just use satellite radar and lidar, you know, laser radar imaging right. technology to see what's what's fifty feet under the ground, what's one hundred and fifty feet under the ground, right? Yeah. Um, uh, oh yeah, they just they. This is the first I've heard of it, but they describe petroglyphs as just being small geoglyphs. Mm-hmm. I guess because like petroglyphs is petro okay. means like a rock, where geo means of the earth. Like Maybe, I guess they're yeah, they're making right, a whole yeah. glyph in the Petra's earth. Petra is the city of Petra, exactly. Yes. Right, where it's carved into the stone. Petra Pan. Yeah. Well, <laughs> housing the secrets of hot buns. There's inside. a company that I knew of that worked. Well, my mother worked at a company called Petra, and they mm. were geo uh, people who went out and approved uh, construction. Interesting, right? They would do a little soil test. Yeah, because Petra is like the it's like a Latin root for yeah. rock or whatever. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, Cockney Collins mentions that uh, uh, he's like it's my oh, it's it's all these shapes are repeated. It's spirals and squares and triangle, and I'm like. You could literally Shapes. say that. Yeah, you yeah. could literally say that for any people making any artwork. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, look at Salvador Dali's art. Even though that clock is 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 slopping over like a limp dick, it's kind of a circle. And there's right. lines and there's a spiral. There's a circle for this. It's like, why is that interesting at all? Yeah. Look at that cobblestone road. It's a long rectangle. Right. It has many rectangles. With in circles it. inside of yeah. it. It's and like lines. And so he's he and the the frustrating thing is that they act like this justifies their belief that there was a universal symbolic language across the entire earth because everyone knew what spirals, squares, and circles, and triangles were. Right, right. Which is fucking ridiculous. Not everyone knows, bro. Right. <laughs> um, we get our first Childress chime in here, and he is like, he is messed up at the very beginning here. I don't know why he's talking so fast. It was like they were rushing him or something, and he's like, his head's bobbing too. He's like, uh, one of the most interesting things about the geography of the Nazca, he's like going fucking nuts, but he's like, he's like you have the Nazca lines, I'm going to slow it down, is the sun star cross geoglyph, which is really very complicated. It's a huge mandala of interconnected stars and triangles, and it's something we see all over the world as mandalas and even yantras. I don't even know what a yantra is at yeah. this point. Quantra. Um, <laughs> uh, Quantra, a little sip. Uh, so, so things like this are... Um, that are so geometrically complicated and are found all over the world. 
uh, it indicates that there was some kind of worldwide symbolic language brought here by some higher intelligence, possibly extraterrestrials. I'm like, that is, that's one of the biggest leaps on the show ever. It's like, because quote-unquote primitive people drew shapes. <laughs> Throwing shapes. <laughs> like, A, just the fact that they were drawing and doing artwork is amazing, an amazing part of our evolution enough, right? right. And uh, to, to then say because they all knew the same shapes around the world, that's like saying, like, wow, like, everyone has a mouth. Aliens must have given us that they mouth. Fuck it. Right. <laughs> Gross thinks it's always on Space Coke. <laughs> uh, we we zip over to uh, Winnemucca Lake, which sounds like a, a '80s movie camp, which was always like where someone got murdered or some kids fucked. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> uh, Winnemucca Lake in Nevada, 2013. So as it dried up, uh, they found petroglyphs that were unknown under the water. Obviously, um, the local Paiute people say that those petroglyphs were created by a race of giants called the Setika. Uh, and this is where this is one of those examples where people criticize ancient astronaut theory for putting words in the mouth of uh, Native Americans or like uh, putting their own xenophobic racial spit on things because a lot of times when you actually go and talk to the Native American people, they won't say that. Yeah, we never said they were white-skinned complexion. We just said they were shining with light. Right, like, yeah. like, they were shining light, so they Amy, looked bright, yeah. but that's not having a white skin. Right. And so, in this case, though, the setika were considered white complexion, or white complected, they say in the show, had red hair and stood over seven feet tall. Uh, that's kind of a running theme with a lot of ancient astronaut theory, is that there was, everyone was white. There were no dark-skinned giants. There was no right. dark-skinned holy beings. It was very strange. Um but uh, these petroglyphs were etched between ten and a half thousand and fourteen point eight thousand years ago, which is the young, smack dab in the middle of the Younger Dryas period. Oh yes. So these giants could have just been slightly taller people that were a more advanced race, which we've talked about a bunch of times at this point. But Graham Hancock is oh god, why is it fizzing all of a sudden? Ooh, I've been speared re- or something. I've been remote viewing Bobandi. Maybe the table's been bopping or something. I don't That's know. weird. Joey's uh, Topo Chico, which was not doing anything, all of a sudden is now wow. fizzing like crazy. Will I get possessed nowhere. if I drink it? If you're lucky. Oh, there's a giant bug in the bottom. That's why. <laughs> huh. <laughs> Pleasure and pain seem the same now. Oh, yes. <laughs> I do feel like I want more meat. Mm-hmm. No, that was well, weird. I am like, a Cenobite. I something like. What the fuck? Yeah, like, maybe you're a maybe you're a poltergeist. Well, it's some out of goddamn uh, Ghostbusters or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> you got all like Minnesota. Yeah. Some uh, goddamn oh, Ghostbusters or some shit on there. I forgot. I did watch <laughs> Plane, Trains, and Automobiles this weekend. Oh, and, classic. Uh, John Candy's character is Galanti incarnate. Yes, to like, a <laughs> <laughs> Complains about a disgusting Chicagoland yeah, area. He's like, oh, unhealthy I, man. I hate when people just don't know when to shut the fuck up and all this stuff. And But then is the one nonstop talking, right. takes his big ass shoes off and socks. And I was like, God damn, this is Galanti. Because, yeah, what uh, did he say on the plane? Uh, he take a snooze. And he was like, uh, like going on, I was like, yeah, and he's like, uh, okay, I'm gonna like shutting me oh, down, yeah, like yeah. I'm gonna snooze. I like, was like, you yeah, were that's talking fine. too much, yeah. And then he kept fucking talking. I'm like, I thought you were snoozing, uh-huh. bro. You stupid piece of shit. I, I wonder if this is. Me. I wonder if this is like the the unnatural dust that happens that causes our screen to get all it could greased be this, up or something. Yeah, because something something's in there causing it to now fizz up, part which me. salt usually does. But yeah, it's like all of a sudden, it's, like and I can't see fizzing. anything at the bottom. Oh. Huh. 
That was weird. Yeah, because I've no. I mean, Topo Chico usually will slowly fizz forever. Oh yeah. I mean, I've had one you know, out for the, a day or two. Yeah, the and next still morning it'll be fizzing fine. still. But yeah, which is amazing. But um, smell it out now. And see, now it's back to normal. Very strange. That was odd. Hmm. Probably a maybe dust it's gone through its puberty now. Exactly. Um, now it's got a full full <laughs> wiener bush. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> a hot dog burger. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, the younger driest period again is is the kind of the crux of Graham Hancock's philosophy where. He has the anti-ancient alien, ancient astronaut theory, theory, which is that it wasn't necessarily aliens that gave uh, more rural, you know, jungle base, like, you know, uh, never, you know, never interacting with other people, only very insular cultures, that as these media, the, the torrid meteor storm um, came down onto Earth, caused the oceans to steam up and get really humid, the ice age melts, you know, the ice caps melt fucking rapidly, Mm -hmm. Uh, the great flood happens, and all of these previously advanced cultures, which we don't know much about anymore, which could have been Atlantis or whatever, all these coastal cultures would have been the ones to get swallowed up by the ocean first, so likely they had tried to escape this flood by moving inland, interacting with more primitive peoples they never interacted before, and maybe they were the gods that ancient astronaut theorists say aliens were the gods. So maybe it was just advanced people instead of right. aliens. Or right? just how these advanced people did it. Right. right. That's how you did it. And there's way more uh, physical, geological evidence for his theory versus ancient astronaut yep. theory, which is mostly based in belief in mythology. So, exactly. um, Belief in mythology. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Medallion Man comes on and he says, uh, when we look at petroglyphs, the spirals, the mandalas, the shapes, it suggests that all have a connection with extraterrestrials. This is like... This episode is like they're all the Lord of Leaps. It's just these big leaps. They want there to be some universal language. And also, if the language was so universal then, which is why it's called a code and whatever, because by the, the the last little sound bites in the episode are all like, isn't it time that we understood the secret code throughout mm-hmm. all of history from these petroglyphs? And it's like, yeah. I think we would have already. If we can un- figure out hieroglyphics and shit, I think we would have figured these out already. Or cuneiform, which were like fucking stick lines in a fucking thing, and they're an advanced language, which is insane, yeah. you know? Like... Uh, I think we could have figured out that all of these had a similarity. But also, if they were all by the same race of aliens, wouldn't they all be in the same language? Like, that would be amazing. If we started finding evidence that in like a 2,000 period, 17,000 years ago, all this shit dated from them had the same characters throughout the world, Mm -hmm. that would, I would be like, holy shit, there was some culture or something that spread around the entire world that had the same language 17,000 years ago. That's amazing, right? They thought we were still, as Tsuk says, eating you know, eating bananas yeah. and stuff, and but now they're building bits. porn shops? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, the next segment, we start off in the Atacama Desert in Chile. Uh, Steve makes a great Chile, too, based uh, off yes. the uh, Green Lantern recipe. Yes, the hottest of hot chilies is what I will bring. Classic Green Lantern impression. Hey, guys. <laughs> I'm here it's to Ryan Reynolds. a couple arrows here. <laughs> green Lantern. No, it's Green Arrow. Sorry. Is it? Yeah. It's oh, Green really? Arrow's chili. Yeah, not Green Lantern's. Oh, interesting. But um, the Green Lantern finds it quite hot. Okay. So, FYI. <laughs> um, yeah, we... Uh, on its action, I've seen <laughs> This is all about the uh, Atacama Giant Geoglyph, which is a really cool-looking figure, for sure. Yes. Um... It's one of 500 petroglyphs in the Cerro Unitas Hills, and uh, it was made over a thousand years. Sorry, all of these 500 petroglyphs were made over a period of a thousand years. 
um, and Cockney Collins is on here. And it like usually you want a period to last like four or five days. I know. Yeah, yeah. thousand years that'd be a nightmare. So, uh, Cotton Collins says uh, now it has these very strange vertical and horizontal lines coming out of its head, and archaeo astronomers have suggested that every part of this figure was actually used for astronomical purposes. So the the giant guy, it's like a little, not a stick figure, it's like, you know, like a a fat figure. Right, right, right. Uh, <laughs> thin fig. Thin fig, there we go. Um, and he has, like, horizontal lines, three or four of them coming off each cheek, vertical lines coming off his head, and then he has, like, uh, his knee joints have, like, little spikes coming off the side or something. But if you just look up the Atacama giant, you'll see it. Um, and Medallion Man, uh, which, again, what he's saying there... No problem with if they made this giant thing to like, may- maybe his head was like north, south, east, west, or some shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but uh, they don't go into it as much as I thought they would. It's not yeah. that interesting. But uh, Medallion Man says, uh, uh, We have to ask ourselves that maybe it was a device that would tell the locals when the extraterrestrials would return. And I'm like, Okay, they give they don't even give you fake, like, like ancient astronaut theory evidence for that. They just say, Cognitive Collins just says, Yeah, it's astronomical and archaeo uh, astronaut. Archaeo astronomers <laughs> have confirmed that. I'm like, great, that's cool. Yeah. What does that mean though? Like it does it, like then, what yeah, what constellations does it point to? What uh what cycles does it show happening like of fucking, you know, uh the orbit of the sun, the moon, whatever. Right. I know the sun is normal. Whatever. Yeah. Um but uh but anyway, we go to uh Blythe, California. Is it Blythe or Blythe? I think it's Blythe. I don't right? know. It's fine. Um it's a classic it depends on if you're British area. or not. Yeah. yeah. Seems like it's right on the border of Nevada. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, I think that's... There's a big jail life. out there. Yeah. Because well, yeah. um, I have a friend of a friend of a friend that uh, lives out there. She's a jailer the jail? out there. Oh, yeah. they go... Or they yes. go to jail. She, like, studied to be a jailer. It's one of my older sister's ex-roommates. Okay. Um, so I still hear, see her face. You talk about uh, King Kong Bundy and her. What? King Kong uh, Grope Bundy. And who? This jailer character. Oh, oh, because they're both jailers, well, correct? Yeah, she is. She is married. Yeah, okay. uh, she just gave up. She a, could have a third. Uh, she just gave up a Doberman pitcher that she got from a breeder. So fuck her. Uh, she oh. not only contributed to the problem by getting a bred dog, she gave it back to the breeder. Did they cut the ears and they did the full on? Yeah, full disgusting. Day. So because um, I think they fancy themselves like half police officers, and so. Right. But they like they were like guard. they were like Why no they he's a great dog but he's just too much for us because they didn't train him right. and then he started biting her because he had bonded more with the uh, her husband yeah and so whenever she'd like sit on his couch and do this stuff he and started his dick he she, but apparently his dog fucking like took a chunk out of her fucking thigh mm. bigger than the one our dog took out of your thigh yes. which was only about dime size but yeah. um, <laughs> don't worry about it no but she like needed to go get stitches and shit like like on her arm mm-hmm. and her thigh and whatever I'm like, okay. Um, but uh, <laughs> so they kicked I'm it just going to say, I could have turned that dog fire in two minutes. <laughs> Makes Little, no uh, sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> watch Classic Club Paradise. Yeah, Club yeah. Paradise, one uh, of the best. Which is funny when now we're watching Shit's Creek and to see That's Eugene YouTube, Levy yeah. go from that role in Club Paradise. Right. Well, with <laughs> him uh, and Rick Moranis, who just got punched in the face by a random man on the uh, street. Oops. You know, the street. The street, the rough <laughs> streets. Uh but yeah, with Eugene Levy getting a resurgence in, I just noticed your shades are <laughs> ripped down in a fit of passion. No, well, <laughs> Fat Matt likes to claim it was the cats. Mm-hmm. I was literally sitting here doing work. Right. 
He was over there jerking off really hard. Doing work. Right. (laughs) He reached back, Titanic style, put his hand up on the window, slammed it, and ripped the shit. Yeah, it was sweaty, hot. Uh, I was drawing him from here. Yes, exactly. (laughs) But... No, the dumb cats are sitting here. I hear something. I walk over there. Yeah. Nothing happened. So I think maybe the house is haunted. Uh, <laughs> come back, sit down. 20 minutes later, those just fall completely on their own. Like oh, the weird. rope just broke hmm. and they're just hanging. I'm like, hey, Matt. That's what you call this. when Matt comes. The rope just broke. Yeah. <laughs> now the Levy's about to blow and the rope is broken, my the friends. The Eugene Levy. <laughs> oh, I fucked your oh, fan up. Sorry. Oh, and now there's an error message from the fan getting kicked oh, over. Oh, boy. Skipped a few frames, my friend. Skipped a few frames. Your engineering job is a lot harder tonight. It's just fucking <laughs> crazy shit, shit on the screen. happening. <laughs> Minimizing and expanding. Uh, That's weird. But anyways, yeah. So he's like, no, it's the cat. It's the cat. I'm like, it's not the cat. So uh, he will probably never fix it. So it's on him. Yeah. Not me. <laughs> not my house, bro. Uh, gross. Never truly have privacy again. Exactly. Well, that was always an open window. Yeah. So <laughs> Matt, Matt just sweats and smells oh. here anyway. Grossnick has to take his pit little pitbull in for a tube extraction. Yeah. That sucks. Those are, yeah. I had now to do you that. got a big gummer. I had to do that with one of my cats last year, and it ended up being like three or four teeth. Oh, yeah. But my cat now has like, it's like it shaved eight years off his life. He's like, he was like Added. a whole. Yeah, eight years. But sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shaved the premature age off. Because exactly. he, he was like miserable for months and we didn't know why. Mm-hmm. And just like low energy. And I was like, God, is he just getting older? Like He was, he was only like seven years old. And uh, they're like, oh, no, like four of his teeth are rotted. Like three of his molars and one of his fangs or something like that. So he can still eat, you know, his food, find everything. Mm-hmm. But he's like, he's like a fucking kitten again. It's crazy. The chappy man. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, I... um, excuse me. Um... They start talking about um, the the Blythe Intaglios, which are the Nazca lines of the Blythe. Yeah, sorry. Um, Had some in and out before. Oh, God. That's right. You swung through there that fast? Yeah, the drive-thru was very efficient, and oh, then nice. I crushed the burgers in my car. As you should, as you uh, should. Didn't eat them just under my feet. They're <laughs> under <laughs> my brake pedal right now. Um, but yeah, the Blythe and Int- Taglios have animals, spirals, and big humanoid figures, just like every one of these lines. They uh, uh, date back to 12,500 years old, exactly the start of the Younger Dryas yeah, period. Um, Childress is on location with Alfredo Figueroa in Blythe, California. He is the elder of the Chimalati tribe, and he's also known as Guardian of the Glyphs. He just seems like a nice pork pie hat wearing old Hispanic man, but still totally with it and whatever. But he also seems like my Uncle Angelo mm-hmm. if he were Mexican instead of Italian. But, right. um, but Childress is like, He's like, oh, I mean, yeah, you can't, you can't see it from the ground. Huh? You can only see it from the sky. And he's like, he's like, well, I mean, you could see it intact from the sky, you know. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, oh, okay. So, so the drone should get it. Like he's asking these questions yeah. as if he doesn't know well, the answer. It's all clear. Yeah. Right? And he's like, yeah. and, he's, the and then sky, Childress, you piece of shit. Well, and then Figueroa's like, oh wow, you got a drone. That's excellent. That's excellent. <laughs> They're all stoked that he has a. Is drone. this the guy from <laughs> UHF who yeah. does the badger? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and he's and then Childress is like, well, and I thought before he ends up actually uh, controlling the drone, which is pretty cool. I thought he was just like faking it at this point, where he's like, uh, yeah, yeah, we have we have a drone. Uh, 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 let me let me go get it. Like he's all yeah, awkward. Yeah. And he just walks to the back Shoots of the truck, rock, yeah. and then it literally cuts to him with uh, the the remote controls, and they have the little fucking viewing thing. I guess they call that like the dailies yeah. when you're shooting a movie, like yeah. I always do. 
Hot Bun 17. Exactly. Well, as Quiltzazar <laughs> says, the neighbors now have a choice to watch me jerk off or not. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Peeping season. Yeah, in the front yard versus just the side window exactly. here. Where we fuck our grandpas. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the old Japanese man next door. <laughs> um, but yeah, Childress is legit flying the drone. He's getting really good shots. It seems like a 4K. And then having the choice of Matt doing it in the front yard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least they got to come to yeah. you instead of yeah, him coming watch. on yeah, them. Exactly. Um, but yeah, fertilizing. They, huh? he, he's getting some cool drone shots here. Uh, he's driving that drone very smoothly. Um, again, this also could be somebody else's shots for all we know. <laughs> he's fucking right, around yeah. up there. I don't know. But uh, they didn't say like children's cam or anything on there. But right. uh, they it po- just <laughs> is colonoscopy. <laughs> Yeah, I just wanted to splice that yeah, in, you know, nice, for yeah. the safety and health of our viewership. And he's just and doing it to himself, <laughs> like all happy, oh, like oh, oh. <laughs> oh st- strawberry <laughs> Saturday. Oh. <laughs> mm, smells like piss. <laughs> it's gonna be a strawberry Saturday. Is my underpants while I heal for a couple quite, weeks? Quite rough, but uh, it's gonna be painful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Figueroa points out that uh, one of the human humanids, the uh, the humanoid shapes, is a pregnant woman. And next to her is an ocelot, so a, you know a jaguar-like cat. Yes. And Childress chimes in and says, "Oh well, you can tell it's a cat because uh, it has a really long tail. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not a monkey or anything else like, that might have a long tail." These are two men, two adult men and women, and a woman looking at shape, very simple shapes in the sky, and like being in awe of them and yeah. stuff. But uh, Figaro was like, "Oh yeah, it's, it's shaped like a U because that's like the Big Dipper." So these are all like constellate, right. constellatory, <laughs> whatever kind of things. Um, and uh, my note that I forgot I wrote was just Figueroa shows him some bigger ones, <laughs> <laughs> some girthier ones. Yeah, uh, they look at uh, uh, these carving, these petroglyphs of the god uh, Quetzalcoatl, uh, as well as uh, Sisimitl. It, it's well, it's it's prena- uh, spelled C I C I M I T L, but they just say like Sisimi, like they they don't say. The, I guess the T L is you silent. Can Sisimi? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want them to know yeah, I'm copied on carbon yeah, copied on this exactly. Um, but uh, Quetzalcoatl is like the you know the freaking creator god, and Sisimi is the star god um, who looks kind of like a gray alien or again just a person drawn weird. Yeah, because that's the funniest part. Like you have to pay attention to the evidence they show because not ten seconds before they're showing you a pregnant woman next to an ocelot. The ocelot looks kind of weird. And the and they say this is a pregnant woman who is fucking her proportions would make her nine feet tall, yeah. a tiny head, like just like the fucking depiction of Sisimi. Yeah. And but he's an extraterrestrial, even though it's you know. Plus, yet. on this fucking show all the time, they're like, Sukalos is his favorite thing is the extraterrestrials are us, you know. And so yeah. it's like okay, but and they're but they're obsessed with how they look weird and non-human in their appearance. But uh, Childress chimes in and says. Well, his, his nose and his face are, uh, you know, not like a normal person. Not like an American, is yeah. he? You know, it's weird. Uh, and and Figueroa's like, he, he looks just like E.T. Like, literally the character E.T. Right, right. <laughs> not an E.T. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and then this is, again, an annoying trend in this season. They have Robert Clotworthy, the narrator, incredulously, after he says that, say, an extraterrestrial carved into the rocks of blind can- and it's like oh my god are you like, fucking right kidding like, me? it's like were they trying to give him his own character or something yeah, his like style his point of view what like yeah. you got to speak for the people at home going like now it's like he's supposed to be <laughs> expect me to pick up golf balls with shredded shorts 
and have piss running down my legs. You think I'm going to believe that? Do I look like that type of person? Right. The whole time <laughs> the guy was yelling at him trying to get the balls, he was secretly recording yeah. the season 19 or whatever yeah, yeah, exactly. episode yeah, yeah, at the golf course. Yeah. <laughs> in his brain. <laughs> That's why he couldn't talk to yeah. us, no. or apparently hear us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, they talk about how this was uh, like considered the ancient homeland of the Aztecs, where back in the day, um, the, 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 the proto-Mexican and Aztec people were called the Nahua, okay. and they lived in that area, and they're the ones that made these geoglyphs and lived side by side for a while with the gods, and that's why they drew them there. And so. they left because they not want nothing to do with you. <laughs> like I was supposed to. <laughs> not. And uh, Childress chimes in to Figaro, and he's like, I mean, you're maintaining here that this whole area here around Blythe and around the Colorado River and is an ancient homeland of the Aztecs and the gods, too. And Figaro, of course, says, uh, yes, it was the Nahua people, the protos. Um and uh, he's very proud. He seems like, again, very nice guy. But I think this guy, Figaro, is going to just agree with whatever. <laughs> he's just stoked, I think, that some dumb white guy is into like their history and culture <laughs> and putting it on TV. You know, uh, We zip over to Pulpa, Peru. There we go. 2017. Uh, drones are now photographing the Nazca lines with better cameras now, with high-res cameras. And now dozens more are found that weren't visible before. There's a bigger serpent. There's a giant fish. Yeah. Uh, Humey Newman. boys. Yeah. Uh, Humey Newman. Uh, Humey Newman. Uh, yeah. The human comes Ujulumen. on. And he says, uh, <laughs> now it's fault that the Paracas lines are even older than the Nazca lines because they're on hillsides. And the Paracas people are going to probably 800 BC or even earlier. So it does suggest that there was more cultures creating these lines than just the Nazca in the whole region. That's really the only thing that contributes to the whole episode. Um, but they've talked about the Paracas people before. You'll remember that uh, Lame Letterman, whatever his name, Brian Forrester, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's obsessed with the Paracas giant, the elongated skulls that are called the, per then one of them's called the Paracas skull. Um, that's what that's the one he did like the DNA test to see that, you know, maybe it's a 2% chance it's not yeah. all human. I'm like, great. Everyone get in the fucking room. <laughs> right. We're going to pay you to come in the room so we can jerk myself off to feel like I'm talking to a right. full crowd. Because people like to t lie about talking to right. full crowds, apparently, at right. these fucking conventions. Yeah, AKA was... another podcast that uh, Joe said, there's some people, yes. some people <laughs> that say they're at an alien con. Yeah. And we were at the fucking panel. Yes. I'll listen to it to confirm. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't I want to see if I feel like they were. Some of them were spread out on other panels. But and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They're like totally. Said, they're yeah. totally might have been another panel with all the same people. Um, that and and maybe there was because when they they listed off all the people on that panel, and I was pretty sure that I remembered all those names. That maybe there was one that was missing, and there was just a whole. Because I know that at least a chunk of them were on a couple other ones yeah, throughout they the weekend. Just one and done. But, but but then it was funny because they were like because they were like oh right after that panel we had an early lunch and I was like okay well that panel was at nine a.m. or nine thirty or something and yeah now. so it's kind of lining up but they said it was the most packed panel it was packed yeah but they weren't joking That's as well I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm packed uh, Gross Snake also says Hulk Hogan seventy sound effects <laughs> Will Steve and Joey. Roast the entire cast of this episode. Terry, Hulk, Hogan, <laughs> Bubba the Love Sponge, mm, a strange polyamorous twist <laughs> of cuckolding and wife swapping in Florida. Night vision cameras. <laughs> 
Gawker.com. Oh, we get our first. Well, it's not our first, but it's the only, I don't know, worthwhile one. Sukalert here. And he says, one has to wonder why did our ancestors create these things if they could only be appreciated from the air? So he's just reiterating the theme of the whole episode, which is that this is a secret universal language. And it has to be aliens for them to have gone through the effort to make it so that it could be seen from the air. Uh, and, uh, oh, this is where I ran to make that point. They now compare um, the geoglyphs on Earth to some that have been found on Mars, like the classic face on Mars, these pyramids, the, you know, the condominiums and factories yeah. that uh, Mike Barra pointed so out specifically. So clearly sees. And if you don't, you're a fucking idiot. It's Why like, don't you go pick up some golf balls on the fucking course, you piece of shit, if you don't see these things? Yeah, if you're not too busy in your <laughs> Huey Newman cosplay. Okay. Um, no, like, it's also cool enough that it just looks like there's there's intelligently created structures on Mars. You don't have to say there's, you know, there's factories and yeah. condos and a yeah. nice thoroughfare here and some yeah, outlet malls. Hey, that's <laughs> going like to have what? a nice resale value. Right. I mean, I think the, the property's be going through the roof. Total investment. I mean, if you, you don't know, buy the ground floor, you're an idiot. I mean, this could have been like, you know, 30,000 to 4 million years ago. So I don't yeah, really yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, Clarence. <laughs> oh, you mean Clarence. <laughs> Yeah, get everyone that, knows. You clients. should get that tattoo on your other thigh. <laughs> that literally is just his face. Says, "I have Clarence. <laughs> <laughs> I've got you now, Clarence." <laughs> uh, we get a rare Von Daniken viewpoint. Who, again, as time goes on, he brings nothing to the show. Uh, <laughs> he's trying to say here that stone circles, like some of them, some of the geoglyphs they found on Mars through images, uh, radar images, satellite radar images. Sorry. Uh, Stone circles don't happen in nature, which isn't necessarily true. I'm not disagreeing there, but he just comes on to say, we have wonderful pictures of stone circles on Mars, and nature could not make one stone circle, but not three or four put together. Like, he's trying to say, not they couldn't even do one, let yeah, alone three or four. Bunch, yeah. uh, but he's dumb. So, um, dumb meaning he can't speak English well. Exactly. That's what all people that are dumb do are, as I'm hmm. struggling to put together <laughs> as an I English sentence. You, um, me? You know, stick to stick to putting your watch outside. Long, long stick to your spare guests, my friend, and always telling time, right. even if you have a fucking jacket on, because right. it is out and about. Stick to keeping the respect of the waiter by not ordering four servings of peanut butter. Okay, okay. asshole. How about you know what tea you want? Because right. <laughs> you fucking gave her a bunch of shit oh for the tea. God. Yeah, that and poor. And then took the first one anyway. That poor broad. Um, but uh, and uh, yeah, like the life on Mars thing, which. I wish they would have stayed here longer because they would have been going into the details of the the geoglyphs and petroglyphs found on Mars would have been more interesting than the rest of the episode. But they just kind of gloss over it. Um, but the the one specific they point out is apparently there's a parrot geoglyph on Mars, which they only show for like half a second, and then they only show close ups of it. I'm like, if you're sure of this, why don't you just let us look at it for look? Yeah. Show us 15 fucking let images of the same it. thing. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, I'm so fucking proud of it. Um, and then they have a guy on that is only on once, and he's like, he's like, actually, they found that the 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 biological structure of this parent is of is the same as parrots on Earth. And I'm like, you're trying to say that there's a fucking Mars parrot up there that is yeah. somehow like. Also, it's not very detailed, so I guess all you're saying is it looks like it has a beak, an eye, wing or wings, uh, and two legs. I guess yeah. that makes sense, right? It's a bird or some kind. Um, and I guess they call it a parrot because it had look kind of a hooked beak looking thing. I don't know, yeah. but um, would have been interesting. But they gave us about a ten second pass over that, and that was it. So um, they go to El Cab 
Egypt after this. Uh, in 2017, a 5,200-year-old rock carvings were found, which are now considered the oldest monumental Egyptian hieroglyphs. So not uh, not built into a physical structure that was built, but these were like hieroglyphs carved on just a random rock wall somewhere. Yeah. Um, but, 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 but they give you a lesson on what hieroglyphics are and how they're symbols and stuff like that. And then Huey Newman makes the ridiculous point that uh, now they seem they seem to come out of nowhere. You know, were, were they just like divinely inspired, or was this some some sort of god that arrived and provided them with this information to make these detailed hieroglyphics? And I was like, I don't know, Hugh. Where did any writing first come from? If this is yeah. the earliest example, why aren't you saying now cuneiform must have been you know fucking the Anunnaki right. coming down? And I guess they do believe that, but it's like. It everything comes out of nowhere before it exists. I don't know. Like there, there isn't a lot of language that's just this clear through line of evolution. Mm-hmm. Maybe there is, but we just haven't found those examples. Yeah, those early little nebules and right. divots on walls. Child ch- children's books, drawings, exactly. and things like that. Yeah. Um, they talk about Thoth. <laughs> <It's> really <laughs> makes a really good spaghetti dish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's an old one. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, Thoth, in the case of. Uh, Egyptian religion is the one responsible for bringing hieroglyphics to I prefer Egyptians. <laughs> Actually, I prefer bacon. <laughs> and that's some character from Even Stevens, right? Beans. Beans. <laughs> from the show Even Steven. <laughs> Which I like. I tried to watch that show sometimes, and I couldn't get into oh, it. Oh, I love that show. Um, and the chick in it, at the time I was younger, was, was, was very was cute. Out, but I, yeah. yeah, I was Because she was like nerdy so. cute, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was Shia LaBeouf's first big yeah, thing, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Um, cause I kind of wanted it to be more, it, it wasn't, I wanted it to be more like Erie, Indiana. It had that same vibe, but Erie, Indiana was like a Twilight Zone style right, show. Right, right, And even Stevens is just more of a more boingy, quirky, world yes. type. Boingy world. Yeah, boingy, goingy <laughs> world. Uh, Larry turned me on to that show a long oh, time nice. ago. <laughs> <laughs> the Stevens, but they're yeah. even, you know? Uh, it's like you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> um... Rami Ramani makes his appearance uh, on the show here, and uh, he, of course, is kind of an Egyptologist, but he's also not, because he doesn't always agree with them either. Um, I think that's why they like him, because he's willing to at least talk about Egyptology being in flux or changing, where all the old school guys that I guarantee on all the old Fox Pyramid specials, and even on this show, I can't remember his name, there's old guy that fucking, he's he's literally like an Egyptian von Daniken that just fucking right. yells all the time. Oh yeah, he's like the master of all Egypt or whatever. And and yeah. Egyptology has become a religion. Like you yeah. again, it's just like if you disagree, you are now right. fucked. It's completely dogmatic. You can't get funding for your museum or you can't if you're a tour guide and you're found teaching alternative alternative facts, yeah. uh then you uh, you won't get any business. They'll right, shut you yeah. down. You're not allowed to shit. be there even and, and talk about it. Right. You're being sacrilegious to the religion of Egyptian archaeology. Right. So what were we going to say? Oh, no, I was just laughing because West Coast Nerd sent me a message saying dot, 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 putt fuckers. <laughs> putt fuckers. Gross yeah, men okay. went playing disco. Yeah, that's our big coming out party, bro. We got to <laughs> pump this shit up. All <laughs> I identify as a putt fucker. Yes. Um... <laughs> You know, he, putt, and fucker are my pronouns. Exactly. Yeah, uh, putt. <laughs> uh, cuck fuckers. Um, Rami thinking, is... Oh, no, go ahead. I was going to say, I was thinking for that, how everyone puts that. I'm like, I think I could, like, the closest to fucking around with that, where I'd probably still get in trouble, but maybe not, okay. is if I put, like, Steve, you know, Steve, whatever, 
Your name. Yeah. Because then people do like her, sh- her, she, him, her. If oh. I put dude, bro. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> Dude slash bro. Yeah. Like they would be bummed because you're making a yeah. joke, but about it's so goofy. It, but it's like the yeah. close. I'm like, I think that's the closest <laughs> right. dumb one you without get being truly offensive, right? But right. just implied, you know. But I think you get in trouble for the fact that you're even making a joke of it. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Rami rams it in here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, back to serious. Yeah. Stuff. Come Rami on. rams. Yeah. He's he's walking around a fucking cool hieroglyph wall. I'm sure they shot all of his like. Season 12 and 13 shit on the same day. I guarantee they're just using this footage. Um, but uh, he's, he's talking about hieroglyphics specifically, which is kind of cool. He's like, he's like, now people think it's, and I kind of laughed because it's, it, but it makes sense. He's like, it's almost like emojis and just symbols. You know, and I'm just thinking of like, he's a for yeah. me. <laughs> stupid eggplant which emoji. I can't find stuff. that stupid, like that emoji doesn't exist on its own. Like no, it's correct. a dumb cartoonified. Yes. No, because I'm just saying like, yeah. Correct, right? Because I yeah. can't find that. It's a it's Photoshop like a... thing. Yeah, it's yeah. the it's the pointing fingers together yeah. below looking... Photoshop below the shy face or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, uh... <laughs> goddamn pickles. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, he he says, uh, but it's a proper, precise language that people from all over the world can translate it with the same exact meaning. And all this language was from the God of Knowledge, the God Dot. Which isn't like spaghetti, but, yes. you know, because I pronounce it correctly. <laughs> um, gave them the language, uh, and the ancient Egyptian kings they knew they could communicate with the gods with hieroglyphics because they knew the gods understood hieroglyphics. So he's just saying, like, yeah. because Doth taught them hieroglyphics, of course, that must be the language of the gods. So then all their religious shit, yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, sorry, just, um, fingers. All they could, they could. It was a divine language specifically because it directly came from their god right. of knowledge and all right. that stuff too. Um, they talk about the Ben-Ben stone, which really was, if you talk to an archaeologist, they say, yeah, that was the first stone that helped us to translate some early hieroglyphics. Um, it's very murky here where uh, Souks and um, a couple other people were talking about how this was actually described as a ship that came down. They, they curiously don't have Rami Ramani describe what the Ben-Ben stone is. And I'm like, probably because he doesn't think it's a fucking spaceship. But uh, he might, though, again, because it sounds just like a standard mythological story where, because you have to remember there were, like, gods before the normal Egyptian gods, you know, there was, like, a race of other gods that were the true, like, elements of nature that then created all the Egyptian, whatever, Mm -hmm. or they came from the stars, like, all that stuff. Um, But uh, uh, Souk says even Egyptologists agree that the Ben-Ben stone was described as making a controlled landing on the ground, a door opened up, and then the Egyptian gods came out of it. And then on its surface, it had the, the you know, kind of the, uh, not chroma key, the yeah. the translation key for what hieroglyphics are, right? Uh, it's a... Cipher. A cipher, but it's also... Uh, God damn it. It's Rosetta Stone. There you go, yeah. yes. Um, yeah, it was analogous to the Rosetta Stone for hieroglyphics. So, um, and Souk says, and to me, it's reminiscent of the top module of the Apollo rocket. Like... I'm like, okay, and he's showing the fucking escape pod. From mm-hmm. It's like, I guess, yes, it is sure, conical. Yeah. A pyramid is, is a square conical, like what a cone shape, like yeah. whatever. I guess, who cares, you know? Why would, why would again, their ships be rocket-powered space pods and not some other fucking design or whatever? Maybe it's so advanced it could be any design you want, or I right. don't know. But I don't think that the aliens were playing 
playing the perception game of like, let's make it look like it's rocket powered. So in the future, they talk about us on the show. Yeah. You and know? like, it'll be a really cool cartoon where it's like, right. you know, action sports and they have right. like Ray Mundo as their dad, right. but he takes care of like a bunch of the kids. Right. There's and... a fucking handicapped kid that surfs and shit. It was there one on there? Yeah, I think I so. I just, yeah. I remember all the kids, but yes. I don't remember a handicapped one. Okay. Um. That's disgusting, Joey. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, similar to the Burger King kids, I think, too. Yeah. The, um, uh, God, well, there was Kid Vid. Yes, from the Burger King yes, Kids Club. Kid Burger King Kids Club. Oh, yes. no, maybe there wasn't a handicapped kid. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't remember. I remember I them think, beating them up. I think there was show. a handicapped kid on the... Uh, the Recess Show? There, yes, and there was also, I thought, one on the one where the girl, her dad is the adventurer explorer guy. Oh, oh God, what is that? Thor, the Wild Thornberries thorn or something, yeah. I don't know. There but could have been a, a roller in that I did one. not like that entire late 90s era of Nicktoons because it was all about, you know, let's just like, let's learn to be nice to people, but we're kind of weird. <laughs> and it's, it was all whenever, <laughs> yeah, I whenever don't want people to be nice. Well, when everything had to be educational, right? Yeah, Whereas, it was like, still fun. Yeah. Eh, not really. Oh, you just um, said, you're like, yeah, no, no, wait. No, no I said yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Angry Beavers, you're not a fan of as well, right? No, God. Cat Come Dog, on, Angry, Beavers. Angry Beavers. Love that was, Cat Angry Beavers. Angry Beavers, I watched and I thought it was boring as fuck. Okay. There was, I never laughed. I was never entertained. I was quite It was just on. So, um, <laughs> just turn me on. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, um, oh, it is interesting because they do have. Uh, again, using using someone to their fullest, they have the guy that was Carl Sagan's partner that helped him design the gold record. Um, it's it was interesting because they didn't make this point, but I was like, he he's talking all about um, how would you communicate with a race of people that is way more advanced with you, doesn't even come from your star system, like whatever it is. But he thinks that in terms of what any kind of three dimensional or any sort of consciousness could follow. A, a sequenced set of pictures to find some sort of meaning as opposed mm. to trying to teach them a language um, that he's like, that kind of should be truly universal to any conscious being as we would understand it. Yeah. Right. So he's talking about how like they based it on like uh, the gold record, like they base it on comic books and how it's like, Hey, here's a picture with something happening. Here's a picture that connects those yeah, two. The yeah. next one connects some that sort one, of math. Stuff. Also, you know, it's right. Kind of classic. Yeah. But it was, it's interesting too, that like he ended up kind of making the gold record look like hieroglyphics, right. Where it was right. like these, like, perfect little symbols representing all the kind of basic shit about us but um, yeah which isn't a language because it's like that is yeah. pretty funny it's like yeah this isn't you can't translate this you have to know right. what it means and figure it out exactly like, he just used symbols and then their sounds on there and hope they make the correlation yeah, yeah. um children's chimes in here says uh and maybe one day we'll know what that message was meant for us and he's referring to like this is where they double down towards the end of the episode that like this all was a universal language of some sort because they knew what spirals and squares were. So uh, no one knows how to twirl, bro. <laughs> they zip over to Canda, uh, Macedonia, uh, the famous cosmic egg geoglyph. They've talked about it before. Um, uh, it's oriented towards uh, or orientated, as Cockney Collins says, toward the Cassiopeia constellation. It represents the Macedonian god Say, who's the all-seeing god who apparently was the child of the Cosmic Mother and Cosmic Father. They don't even try to say, was Cassiopeia the Cosmic Mother? It's like they don't even make the, I guess they leave it to you to make the connection. Um, there's also just phone lines embedded in the Cosmic Egg petroglyph. <laughs> and I'm like, around this this Cosmic Egg, there are just there's just hundreds of miles of nothing. It's like, you couldn't move the phone lines over a little bit. <laughs> like it's, it's yeah. they're, they're literally on the whole right two-thirds of the whole thing, um, which just seems like kind of a bummer for some fucking ancient right. petroglyph thing but um childress says again 
they made them big to communicate with aliens because they're size queens. Oh, yes. Uh, they then talk about semionics, not semenonics, the sound of come. Yeah. Uh, but semionics, which is the study of symbols. This is kind of like if you've seen the movie Arrival, not The Arrival with Charlie Sheen with the yes, backbending yes. knees, but um, Arrival with uh, Amy Adams yes. and Hawk Hunter. Uh, what's yes. his name? Uh, Thick Boy. Thick Boy Rick Boy. Uh, <laughs> big Brow. Hudson Hawk. Yes. Um, Jeremy. Riven. Piven. <laughs> no, yeah. Jeremy Ritter. Yes, I think Ritten? so. Yeah. Yes, I think Robin. So. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy the Jimmy the Raven. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, the guy that plays Hawkeye, oh, whatever God, his I'm fucking bleeding. name is. Oh, boy. Yeah. Picking, picking, picking. Um, yeah, it just happens when you do a little meth. But Arri- Arrival was all about um, how do we figure out the symbols that the this alien language, like what is the root of language, how do yeah. other, how do living things even process concepts at their core, translate those into, right? Yeah. And so now, friend of the family, David J. Peterson, who is a... Linguist, though so he was the linguist on Game of Thrones and Thor and all this other stuff. Um, he's also still hyper locked down. He hasn't even oh, wow. let his kid see his own, her own grandmother in like eight months. They can drive by and like wave through the window and door, but they can't. They're being very, very strict about but the lockdown stuff. Left the house? No. Oh, they haven't left their mm-hmm. house because his job is technically remote anyway, and he would only leave to go to events. Oh, like I thought you meant they left to things. go drive by. So the grandparents drive by. Yes, the grandparents. So makes the grandparents leave the house to drive by. Yes, if they want, because they live close by. But if they want to visit her, see like her, it's like. Any, but they're like, are they anti-vax? Uh, no, I don't think. Okay. No, he's not. Especially, she gives me the vibe of yes. But, um, but uh, <laughs> the vibe of yes. Uh, that's your life coaching oh, book. We've got a whole new person up in the house oh. here. We've got. Can you help me with this? It's. Cybrid Sore. Cybrid Sore. Uh, Subscribe to Twitch sub- Prime. A little Subprime. So Welcome. Thank you, Subprime Real Estate, my friend. Cybrid <laughs> Sore. That's like cyber sex, hybrid dinosaur, Erotica. all sorts of things. Uh, welcome it's to twitch.tv slash programming. Mucho appreciate it. Um, yeah, thank you very much. Um, the fuck was I talking about? Oh, uh, David, J, David J. Peterson. When Arrival came out and everyone was shitting their pants over it, because it also had, I think it was a physicist who had some like a mathematician and then a linguist or yes exactly well sorry the the consultant for the movie um was not david j peterson and he was kind of miffed not because he thought he deserved it or anything he was just like he thought they were completely understanding language wrong they were understanding it from a more of a mathematical sense and it wasn't truly the and i'm like which i'm like okay like he probably knows better but at the same time you have a whole aliens here and you have a whole other school of thought that's like no 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 you're thinking too much like a human would think of language. They're right. actually basing it on consciousness and things too. I don't know. Yeah. But well, and I mean, technically, the universal language is math, right? It's and and the universe travels at the speed of love. Yes, exactly. Yes. As a meth head told us, exactly at a bar. Well, that the love part, not the math part, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, math. because that is <laughs> mathematics. <laughs> mathematics. Because if I think it's in contact or something, it's yes. like. It's the pulsars that then they decode via the math signals that then they're like, oh, this is how you spell, or sphere, one of the ones. What is the fucking one oh. where they drop her through the, the stupid portal and to her? Contact. Yeah, she like yeah. floats all around, does all this shit, right, and right. they're like, no, you just fucking drop through the thing like an idiot. Yeah, and yeah. It's like, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the one where it's yeah. like. But there was three hours of static or something yeah, like exactly. that. Yeah, um, Small moves. Benny or whatever her name was at the end. I'm Ghost Murph. I'm a ghost. I'm a scary ghost Murph. Trick or treat. Pull my interstellar. 
Scooby-Doo style. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I knew that Scooby-Doo was my dad. <laughs> yeah, because Scooby-Doo's the one in the costumes. <laughs> I knew those damn kids would find you. And then he just starts running around Scooby-Doo, yeah. like Hanna-Barbera style, around the the gravity less yeah. like right. or whatever. It's like... <laughs> just running in circles upside down. Yeah. And then some fucking 70s song comes on while they're getting yeah. chased ding, by, ding, 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 ding. by his his daughter, who's old, yeah. strapped to the chair, but it's a robotic uh, chair, uh, to the hospital bed, and then she's just yeah. going after But they rip her face off, and it's a young, attractive person exactly. underneath Exactly, yeah. yeah. It's Anne Hathaway. <laughs> <laughs> or actually, it would it'd be better if it was... Whatever the guy, if it was Miller, it's, oh, this is Miller's planet. It's like, I yeah. I brought you to that planet so you could surf the big waves. <laughs> hey, I wanted to get Tim. content for my new Putt Fuckers account, <laughs> which is oddly about big wave surfing. Yes. <laughs> we don't say what's in the putt or what we fuck. <laughs> it's all in the putt, man. Yes. Um, anyway, they talk about semionics, which is the study of symbols. Um, there's also a phrase symbology, but I don't know if that's the same or not. In, uh, Semitic fluid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I was saying. Semenonics. Yeah. Um, but, uh, they talk about, uh, <laughs> I wrote Ghost Ride the Whip, the W-I-P-P, mm-hmm. which is basically like, it, this was also not explained well. It's like, kind of like a fallout shelter where they did a study, like way underground, like in the game fallout, like they'd stay in these vaults or whatever to survive the nuclear holocaust. But basically it was like. How if we put people down here, how could they come up with a language that if they only if they only emerge ten thousand years later and the survivors of the nuclear holocaust had their own developed language now, how could the vault dwellers I'm like, who fucking cares? Like yeah, I don't yeah. know. They they also said it was like also for aliens too, but they, they spent about two minutes explaining this whole like future future people thing. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I guess like it's sort of interesting, sure, but but this is like they're just glossing over again. The, co- the Desert Codes is the weirdest title for this episode because they only mention it once in a while and they just really talk about, hey, here's some, here's writings in the desert, you know. Yeah. Um, Writers in the desert. <laughs> uh, they do make an interesting point that uh, look at how different language looks every five to 10,000 years. Like it would be unrecognizable, right? Because mm-hmm. again, it was cuneiform and hieroglyphs and this and whatever. Um, so like, that's a fine point. But again, how does that, w- I would have been more interested to, have the team show evidence of what they think the similarities in this quote-unquote code are. Yeah. That would have been a cool thing. Like, hey, look at, in the Middle East deserts, we see a lot of uh, themes like this in these uh, petroglyphs. Over here, we see themes, and but it's like, no, they're all animals and shapes. I'm like, and people. I'm like, that's not really themes. I guess it is, but it's, it's pretty simple. Like, that's just what's around yeah, there and yeah. what they observe, right? Or they're gods. So, um they keep doubling down on how only aliens could have taught people any sort of symbol. Um, this is like the weakest version of their argument that like, oh, this would have taken an advanced understanding of physics and bionics and and T-1000s and whatever, and you can't do that without aliens. And it's like, now people, now people are so fucking stupid, they couldn't take a stick randomly and started drawing fucking right, shapes. Right, like, right, come on, a enough. fucking chimp literally right, does right. that, so... Um, you ever seen Congo? Okay. Amy, Amy doesn't like ugly apes. Kiss me. Yeah. No Fuck touch, me. Amy. Yeah. <laughs> In bathing suit area. Amy, no touch. Only anus. Yeah. <laughs> Pull out. Go in. Hole. 
<laughs> Which is, oh yeah, Amy has is prolapsing. She wants yeah. you to jam it yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> take that pink sock and just ram it home, just uh, like a nice little warm slipper. <laughs> um, they talk about Rendlesham Forest here very oh, quickly, and also yeah. for the thousandth time, where it's interesting too because if you listen to uh, the potentially aforementioned podcast that talk about Rendlesham, uh, both of those podcasts and some other ufology ones talk about how while the event might have happened, all the downloading of information and binary code stuff seems to have been semi-proven to be false and that 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 guy just did it for money because the other guy that was literally the other eyewitness with him and they've been on Ancient Aliens before and they've like been together but in the in the last few years since the one guy released a book the other guy like won't talk about it anymore because mm. he's like I don't want to be involved anymore okay, because yeah. which kind of just shows that, hey these other guys kind of just turning it into a fucking cash grab Thing. at this point yeah, which yeah. is not what you know but they do believe at least that the the uh the UFO touched down and that they witnessed it because there was lots of reports of it and there was like markings in the ground where something was you know sitting and stuff yeah, like that yeah. but uh, all the other shit around him downloading the binary code and then on this show they translate it to be like you know, time jump initiated, you know, go, you know, information. Like, yeah. It was all like implying implying yeah. that aliens were time track could time travel back and forth to inform future. So it was it was basically like the one of those examples of oh the Rendlesham aliens were actually just us from the future right, kind right, of thing. Whatever. So yeah. um the last little mini segment here um buh, 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 is uh, oh sorry the, they they go into Kecksburg uh, after, which is like the Kecksburg Fireball. It's in Pennsylvania. It was a UFO that was reported. It was shaped like a bell. Uh, it looks like an acorn or whatever. Childress chimes in and says, uh, but what they say that they found on this bell-shaped object, of which there's no picture, it's just CG, were strange hieroglyphic writings all around the base. It could have been a tattoo on a perennium. <laughs> uh, very similar to the petroglyphs and geographs found all around the world. And I'm like, Okay, are you going to even, like, they show, I mean, this thing looks like a fucking dreidel that fell on the ground. It looks like mm. Hebrew writing on the CG recreation of this bell thing. Uh, there's no pictures. I don't know why. Because <clears throat> I don't even think, I, th- I think it was, because it was in newspapers and stuff, so could have been photographed. I yeah. don't know. There are apparently a lot of eyewitness reports, but I think there's like a whole Hysteria 51 about Hexper- or Kexburg or something, too. Mm, okay. But, uh, I'm more into the Cuxburg one. familiar. Um, but, um, but anyway, again, this isn't evidence. This is just you re- spending time and money making CG over something that should just have facts being talked about. If there's no images, just talk about facts. Don't right, just right. say, oh, it's could it Hollywood be? facts. It could have been. Inglewood <laughs> <laughs> now. <laughs> um, uh, they have this guy, Chris Haig, on the show throughout, and he wrote a book called Ancient Universal Code, and he's like, oh, I definitely think that pretty soon we're going to find out that this, all of these petroglyphs are one big ancient universal code. It's the name of his book, like whatever. Yeah. This, this is like, he's one of those like confirmation bias guests. It's like, oh, let's hire a guy that wants this to be true to be right. an expert on why it's true. Exactly. Like, okay. yeah. um, and the show finishes off, finishes off itself, just like Matt with the broken shades. Out in the um, beyond. By saying, having an amulet, assert- amulet assertion of, uh, maybe now is the time to fully understand what those messages are. The world could literally be at stake. Like, so he's, he ends it on a weird dire note yeah, or whatever. Well, he was at Ruth Chris walking in as exactly. he said that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get the world stake. Okay. It's the double cowboy ribeye. Dumb dumb. Um, but yeah, the next episode is called Area 52, and it showed Sooks on location 
looking out at fucking the S4 lake and all that kind of shit. So hopefully that'll be kind of interesting. Have not seen it. Um, but yeah, other than that, we're going to get the fuck out of here. Thank yeah. you to Cultazar, a.k.a. Crypto Paranormal MT on Patreon for being our newest $25 a month galactic daddy. Saying Can't support. tell you how much we appreciate that level of support. All day, baby. And, and for all your, your um, contributions to the to the Twitch. Being a part of it. It's because yes. it had supposedly de <clears throat> The Nazi time travel yes, machine has been uh, proven to be false. Yep. Simple Google search will prove that. Exactly. So, um, yeah, thanks, Goldazar, uh, for uh, watching us every Monday night on twitch.tv slash Aliens. Thanks for following us on Twitter at Aliens. Sorry. At Probing Aliens, couldn't fit ancient in there. Uh, and then uh, at Probing Ancient Aliens on Instagram and Facebook. Subscribe the podcast. Subscribe the podcast for other people. Sign into their accounts, subscribe for them. Yeah. Uh, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Tell your friends about the show. Tell your friends about Beer They're Drunk That. Our beer podcast, where we talk about craft beer and craft breweries a few uh, times a year. Yeah. Tell them about Puttfuckers, our new disc golf uh, Instagram account. Which, Which is, is just, just at Puttfuckers. P-U-T-T-F-U-C-K-E-R-S. R-C-K. <laughs> no censorship at all. Um, and then other than that, we will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.